What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This episode 368, broken up into two parts, A and B. A, B? A, B. 368A, posting on 2.6, will be discussion on The Holdovers with Paul Giamatti, and 368B, posting on 2.9, will be discussion on Poor Things with Willem Dafoe and Emma Stone. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me as he does every week is my co-host, Roger, studying our lovely perma guest, Chris Bond. Gentlemen, how are we this week? What's going on? So, I have my hair up and a ponytail. I see that, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is something I do regularly now, because after I sent my video of, you know, because we re- played video yeah, i yeah. had people go what the fuck is up with your hair bro <laughs> <laughs> it was a little wild last Here's week thing, it was, it's it was. like all the way down to here yeah you know, this wasn't bad it was it's just very wild. curly so mm-hmm. it wasn't bad it was just very wild it's well. it's listen sometimes life is wild when are you gonna do the, when are you gonna do the top knot chris <laughs> never in my life no, no. my I, brother I, has you one say too, weird though. things like top knot that's what you gotta have one that's like a weird sex thing i think <laughs> it's not it's like it's a thing you put your hair in and then you can i don't know are whatever. you subscribed to two naughty boys I am not. Mm, thank you very much. Right. Nor will I ever be. Thank you. I don't even want to know what that means. <laughs> so sometimes I want to talk about a couple things. I want to talk about. I want to talk about these pop tarts that Roger no. and I tried, and you did not try. I refuse. They look disgusting. Ego waffle branded pop tarts. They're not great. Ego, if you'd are, like to sponsor. Yeah, as I was say, <laughs> if you'd like to be a sponsor, and change our minds. Your pop tarts are terrible. With, with some money. That's no. Fine. I mean, it's. I, I did not no, like the as flavor. Long as there's other flavors of Bob Tarts, that's totally okay too. <laughs> like, look, let's just talk. Like, let's go around the room. Take, I'm brown sugar cinnamon for my favorite flavor of Pop Tarts. So brown sugar cinnamon is very solid. I think that's my that's my go to everyday Pop Tart. But like, there is a there's a chocolate cream one they make that's like chocolate oh, on the yeah. outside with vanilla in the middle. So like, that, that's not breakfast to me though. Like, that's just full on candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, listen, I agree. it's good. It's real good. Well, let's be honest. Most cereal and pop tarts they just are candy. just candy. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's just marketed differently. Oh, yeah. my favorite is the double fudge, but I have to be in a very specific mood to have those pop tarts. The double fudge. Double fudge. Nothing wrong with that. That's so much so sugar, is there, like, though, a man. Single fudge. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never looked for a single oh, fudge because so I'm always chasing the double fudge. There is another one though I, that it is pretty good. Have you guys ever had the s'mores one? I have. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That, that yeah, one's yeah. actually, actually almost bu- instead of the eggos. See, look. How would you? Nah, yeah, fuck I just want. I never tried the egos. It's only a. It was only a dollar twenty-five. Figured I'd give it a shot. Dollar twenty-five is not bad for pop tarts because yeah. like, pop tarts get hit with some inflation, brother. Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything with inflation. inflation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there was a couple. There was something I witnessed. A couple things I witnessed this week. That I wanted to get your opinion on. I cannot think of one of them though. Oh, nice, okay. Nice, nice. So I want to get your opinion on this. And what's the thing like? Am I a i t a? Am I the asshole? But like yeah. so. Those of you who, oh, who so you've know, been redditing again, okay? No, I have. I just <laughs> oh, so you guys, so okay, you're familiar with 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 Pittsburgh, like you could the the um, what do you call it? the 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 Parkway and the Parkway out, the, like the going up that two mile hill and then down it again. You're, you're familiar, yeah, yeah, you are, of course. So, I mean, going into Pittsburgh, yes. yes. So on the way out of Pittsburgh, there was the, there was a truck in the right lane where the tr- truck should be. Let the, the drivers go past. Then there was someone in the left lane who he was. Going the truck speed, which going up the hill, the truck going super slow, and there had to be. I was the second car behind the car in front of me, behind him, and there was when you got up the top of the hill, you looked down, nothing. The, he was <laughs> he was doing it on purpose. I, oh, I figured right. doing it. On, so when 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 he finally got when he finally got ahead of the truck and then got over, as I went past him, he was laughing. He was like looking at us and laughing. Good. Not so halfway down the hill. Not. Five seconds later, I look back at my rear view, and he is on the side. He's run into the barrier of the other side of the... So I was like, 
Suits him well. What happened? Good. He deserves he just it. Ran off the road. Well, but he was he was like being a dick for like four minutes of just keeping people behind him and not letting <laughs> him pass the truck. So, but he uh, he was just he was slammed into the barrier. And like I, for one, thought it was well deserved. That's just me. <laughs> hmm. I want to be that guy. But I mean, you know, you can wish ill on other people. I guess that's okay. I, mean, I want to wish that. ill. I'm just when it happened, I'm not sad for him that it happened. All that's right. what I wanted to. So, AI, I mean, he didn't die. Probably, maybe. So. I don't yeah. think he did. No, but I don't know. I just thought that was. I just don't like people do that. It makes me mad. I mean, he laughed at me as I drove by. I oh. mean, some so uh, okay. I mean, I, I I can counterbalance your bad karma right here. So sometimes you'll see truckers on the road do things that actually help people out in traffic like that. Like uh, a lot of times, it'll be like a dangerous construction zone, and people are just trying to fly by, and they'll slow them down. And you'll see you'll you'll see two you'll see like a semi like kick out, another one slow down, another and the other one. Oh kick, sure, sure. And they just they maintain that that same speed sure, sure. for the next four miles, and it's just it's just a calm. It wasn't down. the truck is my deal here because he. Was in the right lane where yeah. like I feel like a truck going up a hill should be let yeah. other people pass him it's the other dude that was like with him that was like that smiled at me and him and his buddy were laughing at people as they drove by oh, I thought like, you meant oh, it was a, you. a trucker yeah, yeah, yeah no 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 it was, it was the oh. car it, was, it wasn't the truck I need to be oh, very clear no, fuck, that. fuck that guy yeah, yeah, yeah 100% yeah, it was not the like truck a truck that got stuck going up no, the hill no 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 it was like, not the it was the maybe yeah it was yeah I don't I was happy that he got some reason maybe a tire blew or whatever but the karma police finally caught up to him good dude Good. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, what else is going on this week, guys? Anything? Nothing. Been it, been up and down with you know being sick, feeling under the weather this week. Weather sucks. You know, it cha- it's getting hot and cold, hot and cold. It was like fifty five degrees. Dude, today. like two weeks ago it was like negative four. Now it's fifty five. I don't know what's going on, it is but it is. We are now into February, so about another Feb- month and we'll be having more consistently warm weather. But actually, March is our the record snowfall month as of late. That's the month that we get the record snowfall mm-hmm. in. So yeah. Uh, our various forms of rodent weather folks say that you know spring will end, or spring will come early. So if you mean Punxsutawney we'll Phil, see. I mean there's several versions of him. Sure, sure, sure. That's the most famous one. Mm. It's like Ohio and West Virginia and like Illinois like and Kentucky New York. They all fucking have their own. Yeah. So like the weird cult of the groundhog. <laughs> the cult of the groundhog. Wow, <laughs> it's a great D D like. Thing. So what we should have been talking about today, legitimately, is what's our favorite Groundhog Day type movie? Palm Springs, obviously. I mean, now I, I I haven't really enjoyed the whole Groundhog Day type movie, but like I know what yours is. Actually, and it's you? not Palm Springs. Actually, Boss Level is. Uh, I've been watching that a lot lately. It's one of my favorites now. Boss no, the one with motherfucker. It's Edge of Tomorrow. There it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> yeah, but I knew that was coming. There's a couple. I just but like. Also, so I like Boss there Level. Are, there are three legit. Groundhog Day type movies that are actually very good movies. One being Groundhog Day itself. Yep. Palm Springs mm-hmm. and Edge of Tomorrow are all very, very good movies. And that's like, listen, Boss Level was fun. It's kind of not great. Well, I'm, 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 great I'm on film, a Frank. I'm, I'm on a Frank Grio kick right now. I'm trying to watch all his stuff. He's got Dear a lot of God. He's got a lot of B movies that are just fun to watch. I'm just, <laughs> you know, Jeez. nothing wrong with Frank Grio. Like just, you know. But anyway, yeah, that's what I've been enjoying. But going, that's really all I got. Man. I rewatched Dune. Feels good. How many times have you seen Dune? Uh, at this point, so like full like sit down watch through. There's only like four, like three or Dude, four. It's long, but it is long. But like I, I for a little while there, I had the habit of turning it on before I go to bed mm. and just to watch until you fell asleep. Yeah, kind of like watch and listen until I fell asleep and all that. So uh, I did see the Dune popcorn bucket in person. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, buddy, it's the definitely f- a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> phallic. It is a L- little bit of EVO in that yeah, thing. You go, and, yeah. Ooh, yeah, mm. go to town. Want, let, so let me ask you, how do you? Did you see the? It's they got it sitting. I'm assuming you went to AMC. They I got did. it sitting on the. It's like a back popcorn mm-hmm. tub backpack. Yeah, for eighty bucks. Yeah, it's a popcorn tub that unzips and it's got like a plastic lines. So you can actually carry stuff in it. But like, who wants that? 
I, I couldn't believe when I saw it. I said, oh, that's kind of neat because it looks kind of yeah. cool. But it's, the price it's fucking seventy nine ninety nine. That's I ridiculous. I'll wait till you're giving them away, <laughs> and I'll just, or, or or you're selling them for nineteen ninety nine because you can't sell them for yeah. eighty bucks. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I, I mean, I told you guys, I spent fifty bucks for the Optimus Prime thing because oh, yeah, yeah. that was badass. Oh, yeah. Like, the Optimus Prime fucking rules. Yeah. That backpack is whack. <laughs> I agree. It's silly. It's silly, but because I'm thinking about getting the Dune one just to I, have I, it. So I, I, I can know sit you are right here in the middle of the table. Just I thought you have, have it already. Just I really have, have it. I get you. Don't worry about it, man. You can't buy it before Dune. It's on the shelf. I know, but I wouldn't buy it before Dune. Mm. Mm, Actually, I bet you if you ask them, they still have a bunch of Dom's charger one in there. They may, they, 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 they may. How much for the charger? I don't know, eight bucks. <laughs> How long does it take for them, um, to, for them to field destroy those and just throw them in the dumpster? Because because uh, they have to eventually. If they I don't, don't know. Sell. I don't well, think because here's do the thing: that. in something like that, you probably just hold on to them. Somebody's like, I'll buy it. You probably just keep <laughs> discounting a dollar every few months. Yeah. And just I've seen I've seen things that have been pennied out that we've that we've had to field destroy because no one will buy it for a penny. You know what I mean? It just it, sure. It I, 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 I get that. Yeah. yeah. Headsets. Well, Although a lot like of those that, videos, yeah. like headsets would should be good on for a dollar and nobody would buy a them. Penny. Yeah, a penny. Well, what a lot of those fuck? are guidebooks, uh, headsets, especially um, weird off. Like when you say headsets, you mean like over the yeah. years, like microphone style? Yes, sir. And nobody would buy them for a dollar. Yeah, and we're not. And as and as an employee, you're not allowed to buy things that are pennied out, which is bullshit I, I i agree it's bull so, yeah. but i uh, you guys ever see that one video of um so those dumpster dive videos are yeah. obviously fake they're like look at all the stuff founding game stops dumpster like it's it's fake like they're just trying to get views and clicks and they yeah. put all the stuff in there so he was making a it was a while ago maybe five or six years ago but so one guy followed he, he could like follow and map what he was doing he was like going to different game stops he found him one day not to like cause any damage but like he just dove in the dumpster and this just started taking stuff, put them in a bag, and got in the car and drove off. But that was all the stuff the guy put in there to make the video, to make it look like he found them yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he was pissed. I'm like, well, then don't lie about your yeah. videos. Yep. <laughs> they, they were in the dumpster. They stole my property. Day. You'll it's, find out yeah, a lot of those videos are fake. trash can. Yeah, yeah so. I, I thought that was pretty funny. So, also, yeah. so speaking of stuff of fake, something we talked about before we started, you were talking about the Apple Vision. Thing mm, just yeah, 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 yeah. So there were a bunch of videos where people come on and be like, I just put this thing on, let's start using it. And somebody was like, bro, I have an Apple Vision. It took me an hour and a half to get it set up once you put it on your face. <laughs> because you didn't yeah. just take it out of the box yeah. and that's plug what, it in. It, that's... It's like, and they're like, why even make that up? Just yeah. be like, hey, look, guys, we already did the initial setup. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. And just move along. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, you know, you... You know, anything like you can't buy a phone, pick it up and be like, my phone works now. Yeah. Bro, you have like 20 minutes to set up to do. At least. Take it out of the box. Oh, phone call. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Well, well I, I agree. A lot of times, so sometimes if who's it, buying that fucking shit though? It's it, fake oh, hell. it's expensive. But like on on a video like that, sometimes you have a sponsored. I mean, some of those videos are sponsored, obviously. Sure. And like a lot of times, like that, it'll be a part of the instructions. To sure, like, sure. To look to make it look easy, like, very easy sure, to sure. set up and begin the process, that kind of thing. So. But even if the setup is easy, which uh, probably isn't that difficult, yeah, it just takes time. It's it's you know, <laughs> you don't have to lie to us, people. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. just be like, "Hey, I did the initial setup. Took about forty minutes. Yeah, yeah we're ready to go." Blah blah. Oh, no, blah. no, no. I did see. So I did watch ISS. Oh yeah. Okay. It's exactly how you'd think with a, with a couple of interesting twists. Mm-hmm. So ISS being the film where they're in space and a, a nuclear war happens on Earth between Russia and, and America. It is between Russia and America, and both side both sides are told to take over the space station. And there's on each side there's three people. So like it's not like a big it's. There's a couple different twists and turns in that one, and make what makes it interesting is like it's like Marvel versus Capcom, the tension. 3. Sure, exactly like Marvel exactly. versus Capcom. Yeah. That's that's the movie adaption of Marvel vs. Capcom. Anyway, so it's <laughs> that'd be so fucking rad. <laughs> there's this wonderful scene where both the the ground control for both the U.S. and the and the the Soviet Union or the Russia are 
saying to them, and both commanders are reading the same thing at the same time, but they're playing it off like they're not, although you know that they both know they got the other. And then there's this weird like tension of like, are we going to remain scientists or are we going to do what? Yep. And then and what happens? But like who you'd think on each side is the one who carries out the orders is not like a complete movie does a complete flop on you. And it's actually kind of a it's an interesting switch. And I kind of like how they did it. So is the movie bad, though? It is not. No, I, I would. It's, it's rated it's, one to ten. Zero to ten. A four. So, <laughs> so it's bad. Five, yeah. <laughs> yeah. OK. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But look, I look with AMC A list. I watch a lot of movies I wouldn't normally pay for. So uh, that one. Uh, it's actually quite good. So, well, but, it was actually quite you, fun to watch. You said four. Quite good. Sorry, I meant quite fun. It was actually quite fun to watch. This is why we can't take him seriously. Oh, my when goodness. he says the Joker's quite a fun. seven, quite but fun. It, it is what it is. Joker's a seven. Mother. Joker's a seven. Uh, anyway, what else? You guys watch anything fun this week? Dude. Not really. So, like, I've been messing around with just streaming services yeah. on my one TV. I haven't watched anything at all. I realized, like, I have too many fucking streaming services. Yep. Like, well, how, how, too fucking many. So, we have, we have the five that we rotate. Um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, Hulu, and Max. Yep. Uh, and I know you guys have. I Carol. also I also have Peacock and oh, Apple Peacock, TV. Paramount Plus. Peacock and Apple. Uh, I, I do I, not have. Paramount I only Plus. grab Paramount Plus when we need it now at this point. Copy. Yeah, okay. I usually don't. Which is not very often. We no, don't it's not really anymore. Well, they're not doing anything with it anymore. Remember mm-hmm. that they're phasing it out. But yeah, so I have seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah I have. So I have Apple. So that's that's six. I don't have Peacock or. You have Peacock. Paramount Plus. You just don't have to pay. Oh, right. I, I keep forgetting yeah. I have Peacock. Yeah, you, get it, you just get it for free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of streaming services. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Thing, though, and like, and one of the perks of my job, because like, I do work for a large telecommunications company, mm-hmm. is I get, I get most of that, I get a lot of TV stuff for free. Yep. And, so, you know, Max, I get for free, but all the other ones I pay for, except mm-hmm. for Peacock. So, yeah, that's too fucking much, bro. Well, it it's is. Just, especially because they're always like price hiking. So, I, I hate to say it, but I think I might downsize. Okay. I think this is an interesting subject that I'd like to bring up because I was fucking pissed when it happened. Did you get the whole, um, if you don't want ads anymore on Amazon, yeah. you, have to, you, have to, you have to now have to upgrade? Yeah. You I'm, not annoying, annoying, you know, I'm not doing it. annoying that is? Mm-hmm. Well, because they I'm cheat, not doing it. Because, like, Hulu does the same thing. So, like, mm-hmm. they're each just, oh, it's only two extra bucks. But, like, two extra bucks for both. That's an extra four bucks a month. for. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. It's like three ninety nine for Amazon or something. Well, is it? So, I didn't know it's, what it was it's, for it's, it's two ninety nine or three ninety nine, And it's like, like... Why do I need an ad break for a twenty for a twenty minute show that I'm watching? Well, they, but they only this do. Makes no well, sense. the show is fine, but I'm only watching films right now. But like, it usually every about ten or fifteen minutes in the front end they do one, then the back end they don't do any more um, so ads. I honestly like the way that Peacock does it. If you're I if you're too. trying to watch a movie, you have to sit through it's 180 seconds. It will front load it. Yeah, it, it's front loaded. It's three minutes of just advertisements. Yep. See, I don't mind that. And there I, are there are no advertisements I'll, I'll after that. that. Yep. Um, you can walk. You can go make coffee. You can go make water. Get. I mean, or you can just sit there and get comfortable and just let yeah. the commercials play yeah. and fuck around on your phone. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. A, yeah. I like like if I had to choose a way that I'm going to get fucked, it's going to be that way, right? It's going to be I want that front loaded and then over with, and I can just enjoy what I'm well, watching instead uh, of being interrupted in the middle of it. One last thing that I'll talk about is uh, so I watch a lot of shit on Hulu because Hulu has a lot of good original content, mm-hmm. a lot of adult stuff. Agreed. Um, it's all you know, funny, well shot, mm-hmm. good stuff. Hulu is the worst for ads. Mm-hmm. Like, so I just, I ran, I've run through a couple of smaller shows. The Bear is one of them. Um, some episodes of The Bear are only like 30 minutes long, and some are like up to an hour. So yeah. it varies. But the other show I, I just finished up recently is I watched the second season of the, the hockey show Shorzy, which is based off from the, the Letter Kenny guys. Okay. Right. So all of those are only 25 minute long. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are four ad breaks 
in a 25-minute stream. How long are the ads? So the first one is like a minute, the second one, and then they're all like a minute, and then like there's one that's like longer. I don't yeah. remember exactly which one. 90 seconds. But it's yeah. so fucking annoying. Yep. Because it's like bad. five minutes, boom, hard cut. It's yeah, like, it, shit. it's... Again, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, is this more or less than we did if it was on a, like a televised network, how it used to be? Well, the other thing is thing. with something like Shorzy, is like that'll never be on a televised network. So yeah. the only way I'll ever be able to watch it is this way, unless you know I waited and like pirated through the internet or whatever. Allegedly, I've, ne- I've never had ads on Hulu, so I did. I, I didn't know how egregious they were. Yeah. So, but that sounds pretty. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind only have the regular. I don't mind of Hulu. So yeah, yeah, I only have the regular. You know, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, you can get Disney Plus now through Hulu for two dollars a month instead of whatever they're charging now. I might do that. Well, isn't it still cheaper to bundle all three of them together? I have a big family one. Um, my cousin put together years ago. We've had the account running for so long that it's grandfathered. They can't like mess with it as long as we don't change anything. And it's like we all pay like two ninety seven a year, and it's that's, that's it really runs, good. Yeah, so. that's fantastic. Oh yeah, you there, can find two ninety seven on the street if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so 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 you we're lucky. We're lucky there or something. Fine or <laughs> good. I mean, no. I mean, look, how do you get it? Like, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks. <laughs> so that's yep. where we went with that. But good. <laughs> that's good. I don't know, like the, the whole ads thing, it, it's just it's just what we're moving into. And like you know, ads on YouTube. I've had premium for YouTube forever now. And that's you're what, one. You're the one person that has ads. That has, has premium. premium. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have premium. I, have premium I don't get ads on YouTube. Wait, do I get ads on YouTube? Bro, yeah. we just watched fucking oh, right. trailers. We, uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I was thinking of no, you. Well, technically, that's mine. I was thinking of, so. wait, YouTube. I was thinking of another server. Netflix. They don't do ads, do they? Netflix yet? Not yet. Not like, okay, yet. I'll see. Somebody's not thinking of Netflix. They've like, been talking get... about it. <laughs> well, I mean, of course look, they are. How long before they put ads in, like, theatrical releases, right, right smack dab I mean, in the middle? They already do it in they, the beginning. They've are... Well, fine. I don't know. I don't, well, once the movie starts, like, that's what I'm talked a, they, they talked about... Um, like, they field, talked about, like, 20 years ago. Like, field testing at one point. Yeah. I remember, I remember that. I was working on Carmike when they talked, in 2003, when they talked when they talked about it. God, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Like 21 years ago. Now, brother. Man. You're welcome. Woo. How, I never thought we'd get commercials in our streaming stuff like, ever when it's happened. So. It's I also just, didn't think Netflix would cost $30 a month. God, it's, is that what it's up to? It's twenty eight ninety nine. Oh, my God, Netflix. What are you doing? Here's the thing, even... though. Like, we talked about this. I know we mentioned it very briefly. Like, yeah. they are profitable right now. Right now, though. That's the thing. It's like, right now, they're profitable. Hey, but... right now is all that matters. Well, fine. But, I mean, <laughs> they made that a year from now, maybe a very different story. But Unlikely, <laughs> actually. Let's get into the show. This is episode 368 of For Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It's posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what's streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, let us jump into the box office. Help I had it up. A slow week. Number one. Uh, Argyle, as a surprise to nobody, $18 million with a worldwide no. of 35 Who do you think's not surprised by that horrible $18 million opening? $18 million stinks, brother. Yeah. Well, no, this is a slower <laughs> time, though. So I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just saying like I expected a bigger opening from Argyle. I really did. Uh, $18 million. I'm excited to watch that this week. I'm uh, really much looking forward to it. Hmm. Weird. So someone thought that it wasn't going to be a very good movie. D- do you think that? Well, it could be good. We'll see. Okay, we'll I see. Mean, <laughs> it's almost like we'll talk about it. Next seven week. days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tell him that. All right. I just kind of did. The, the <laughs> He's chosen, in the same room. The Chosen Season 4, right Episode there. 1 through 3. Do you guys familiar with The Chosen? That's the Jesus thing, right? It is. It is. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, spiritually or figuratively. It did. Like, I know who Jesus is. <laughs> so, that's did, that did 6 million domestic, 
with a worldwide of 7.4. But that's also available on an app that you can access on Roku, on Apple TV, on pretty much any streaming server, or like anything that has manages apps. It's called the Chosen app. You can act. You can watch everything for free. I think. Where does so, the thing play at? Where it makes a measly one point six more million dollars? You know, compared to like compared to the six million it made here. Like that's just so weird that it. Oh, I don't know. It, it be, yeah, it's, it's such a weird, domestic, num- yeah. uh, weirdly small number well, to make here's, abroad. But it here's makes what I don't understand money. about that stuff is it says six million. Mm-hmm. Last week, I guess it could have been out. I guess this isn't the first week, so okay. Because then, then it has like a dash for international, so it's only been domestic. So it's, then this must be the second week. So here's the thing, or maybe it came out on like Sunday. Yeah, yeah it's a good point. That would make sense. A weird release date. Yeah. Number three, the Beekeeper, five point three million, bringing a worldwide of one hundred twenty-two. All right, Beekeeper, here we go. All right. Wonka, four point eight million, with a worldwide of five hundred seventy-one. It's still cruising right along. God, man. I think could actually. Make six hundred million. If it it just might keeps it, limping it, it along. Probably man. will, man. Migration four point one million with a worldwide of two hundred and twenty-one. That's picked up a little bit. That made way more than I thought it would. So, obviously. where are we going to here? What's next? What's, six uh, ten. What's anyone but you up to? Anyone but you is number seven. Look at its worldwide one hundred fifty-one. That movie is getting a re-release for on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, is it? And it I has mean, been slow. New, so here's new footage thing. too. Here's the thing with that movie. It's made more money in the last three weeks, each incremental week, than it did its opening weekend. That's funny. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any fucking sense huh. to me. I just, there's no other date movie out. Well, that's no, the thing. I've been, I've been watching this, like, through... Because yeah. I told you guys, uh, you know, I've been following the, the Reddit box office mm-hmm. of a lot. And, like, there's somebody that's been tracking this, like, it's dailies. Yeah, yeah. And it... It blows my mind. It makes like, no this, sense. This movie should have fucking died six weeks ago. <laughs> well, I don't it should know be what. Dead. And I bet you the additional footage is him. Shirtless Glenn. Shirtless Glenn. It's going to be shirtless Glenn. Shirtless it has to Glenn. Be, it's be shirtless Instead Glenn. of being handsome, Glenn, that's what I was going to say. Glenn now. I mean, um, he'll always be handsome. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> he won't always be shirtless. Uh, six through ten. God willing, he will be. God willing. Six through you know, ten. He's, the, he's in Twisters, right? You know that he's yeah. in the, the oh, new yeah. Twisters movie. I didn't realize that was him. Six through ten. Mean Girls. Anyone but you. American Fiction. That's one that we need to watch soon, guys. Yes. Poor Things and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom still in the top ten. Uh, the worldwide of Aquaman is 423. That's that's quite soft compared to what Dunzo. I thought it was going to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't think it was going to hit four. I mean, I, those things usually limp along to five or six hundred. But do you think? Do you think no, that that hits five hundred? Usually, they don't limp along to four, above four hundred now. Superhero films Mm-mm. in general? Okay. Well, <laughs> not anything DC. No. Go well, back to the and Flash. Marvel, though, it's not, I mean, sometimes <laughs> they they don't either. Sometimes they just don't, and I don't have any sympathy for them because they are the ones making the movies. So. Yep. All right, there we go. There's there's your box office. Let's talk about what's streaming. Mm. You ready for this, Chris? No, is that a yes or a no? I'm just waiting for you to get on with this it. This is an audio based <laughs> show, sir. <laughs> no, uh, it's now visual. Oh, um, yeah, to, to my chagrin, to Ooh. to Chris's chagrin. He loves it. Uh, let's talk about yes, Netflix. Harry hates it. We're um, that's that. combed. <laughs> no, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's not combed. No. Um, it looks like he just woke up. You should next I week. Always next week I just woke in. up. Next week, just comb your beard. Just you too, Roger. This is combed. Oh, that is co- that, no, that is kept. No, oh, it's, it's like not. there's no way. All right, we're back at the beginning of the rotation, which is Netflix. <sighs> There's a sigh for you, Netflix. Why'd you right. heavy sigh? Because this is a movie we get to pick, though. Yeah, all right. It's true. And I picked New New Year, New Fury, with uh, by Fury with director David Ayer. 
I love this. Can I just talk about Fury like three weeks we ago? Did. Oh, did, did we? Rule, yeah. we're rules for me, but not for thee, or whatever. The <laughs> I'm pretty sure last time we talked about Netflix, I chose Fury. I think. So what I think, was that? Oh, did we? Five weeks ago. I think the time before that, I, I chose looked at Fury. the list. <laughs> Wait, I looked at the list. I didn't see. Because here's the thing. It's I fine, know man. we had a conversation about. Oh, fine. I, listen, whatever. Fine. Maybe it wasn't here, but I know we just <laughs> talked about Fury. <laughs> no, fine. Okay. Listen, I love this movie. Here's and the thing, though, we talk about Fury a lot. We do. Uh, fucking it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm in like David Ayer beekeeper mode still. So Shia LaBeouf, Logan Lerman, Brad Pitt, Michael Pena, John Bernthal, Jason Isaacs, 2014. I like Fury a lot because I think it really. What I used to not like about war films, and this is not, not all of them, but some, is like they really. They fail to capture the absolute horror that was. Uh, the Second World War and the, the absolute destruction it caused fucking everywhere. And one thing I like about Fury is it shows a dichotomy, especially with the scene in the house with the girl. And then you have Brad Pitt who was burned. It's just there's so much good going on in Fury. And it's I think it's a re, it's a movie that like correctly showcases somewhat of the horrors of war. And that's what you have to, I think, do when making a World War II film, which I've also... Why are we not making like four or five World War II films a year? Can I ask because you there's a lot of World War II movies. Also, be, okay, I think also because it's easy to make a bad movie and... I think that a war lot of times are expensive. people that want to make war movies they're, they're expensive and people usually have a passion for that time era or they have a passion for they want to make a movie in that time era so then they get a little more love than what other films sure. get because of how you. sensitive that time that time is also instead of like making another World War II movie how about we remake RoboCop again because like shit that needs to happen Mm-hmm. Does it though? Does yeah, Demolition right. Man. I need. I need. Fuck I, yeah! I need a new I, Demolition I, Man. You know what? I'm all for it. Yeah, fuck right. Yeah. Give me why Demolition, Demolition Man. Tell me why. Why Demolition not Demolition Man, man mm. sir? Actually, what year would it be now? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, because <laughs> we're already past it. Uh, pro- pro- probably 2042, right? I would think. I think you go 2050, make it even. Maybe. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. All quiet in the Western <laughs> Front. My director Edward Berger, Felix Kammerer, Albrecht Schuss, Aaron Hilmer, Daniel Brühl, 2022, the first. Netflix exclusive, the first like of service exclusive. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Chris. I want to point out you didn't talk about Fury at all. You just said it's a World War Two movie. And oh, you it, love it. it captures hey, look, the yeah, wars yeah, of yeah. war. Hey, yeah, all quiet on rest front. World War Two movie. Finn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, so I mean all quiet on Western front is World War One. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, when we watched it last year around Oscar time. It blew me away. Yeah, I think we all. I think it's the, fucking great. Yeah, it's a really good film. It it's is. a hard film. It's not easy to watch. As it's not for the kids. <laughs> I mean, well, it's another one that really captures the horrors of. Yeah, it World does. War. It does. And here's the thing: this film, we all had the had a similar experience. We all tried to, we all at some point watched it, uh, dubbed instead of subtitled, and we all I think turned it to the subtitling because the dubbing's a little awkward, and there's just so much more emotion. It's so incredibly awkward. Yeah, there's there's a lot more emotion behind it when you do watch it subtitled, I think. And the movie doesn't lose anything being subtitled. Occasionally that happens where it pulls you out. This movie has so much emotion behind it and has just a... Cinematography is fantastic. The subject matter is tough to watch but important. And it's just, it's a really good... I mean, it's an Oscar winner from last year. It's a really good film. Powerful, impactful, and I love films that make me... That I think about, you know hours and days after I've seen them. This one did that to me. Good movie. If you want to see a history piece, this is a good a good one to I watch. agree. That's I love everything you said was was pretty spot on with it. And it's it's really it, it's a good update from the thirties and then the seventy nine to here is it's it's a good updating mm-hmm. too. Um, it was, it was a well-deserved Oscar from Netflix. I, I will say, as much but as yeah. we dog on Netflix, that was well-deserved. The yeah. Oscars that won. No, the, the people behind that yeah. film worked really hard, and you can really tell as yeah. as you watch that film. I agree. And Roger, <laughs> also a World War II film. 
No, no, not at all. Brawl in Cell Block 99 by director S. Craig Zaylor. Uh, Vince Vaughn, Jennifer Carpenter, Don Johnson's a feature with Vince, with Vince Vaughn. So this movie is not your typical Vince Vaughn film. So he is a retired boxer turned drug runner slash auto mechanic. Um, <laughs> as, as one does. And you know, uh, this is, this is him getting popped and ended up back in prison and, nope. you know, basically whipping everybody's ass on the way through it. So legitimately... This movie, if you've never seen it, because Grayson, you said you've never seen this movie, I've, right? I've scrolled, I've scrolled past it a few okay. times. I've never seen it. I, I would I would tell you seriously, like, this is a low, lower budget movie. It's only like four or five million to make. It only, it didn't make anything theatrically or whatever. I guarantee you, you will enjoy this movie and think how brutal it actually is. Like, it's it's a good movie that just fucking owns. Well, I, I love <laughs> I love Vince Vaughn. I watched a couple of those movies. It's not a long too. one either, is it? it it's it, only like 100 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty linear. <laughs> yeah, so, there's, there's not a lot of nuance happening. No, <laughs> no. Sure, He's sure. like, I'm gonna punch that guy in the face. And guess what? I'm gonna beat up this car. Yep. We did watch the trailer. He was just the trailer is him just punching window. a vehicle till like he breaks his hands. Yep. <laughs> Which is well, some real some psychotic shit. Some, good. Look, I I'm a big fan of Vince Vaughn. So if, if it's if it's good, I'm I'm definitely here for it. So I'm like I said, I'm uh, Don Johnson's a cool. Uh, I don't see Jennifer Carpenter much anymore. But I like to see Vince Vaughn doing things kind of outside of his comedy comfort zone. Well, this is like so. like we Chris mentioned before. So Vince Vaughn is such a big guy. He like he really is a big dude. Like he's a hulking guy. Yeah, yeah he's like six six. In this movie, you see he's in pretty big, pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Like he's an imposing guy. Yeah, but he he plays that he plays like that like I don't know that reserved like like witty smart like comedy guy a lot. And yeah. when he's when he plays a role like this, he was also uh, like it, it's just. You get a different side of him. He was also in... Wasn't he in True Detective Season 1? Wasn't he like the big bad in mm-hmm. that? He was. And yeah. he's... he's, he's wasn't he, what was he in that? He's spooky mm-hmm. as hell in that. So it's like 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 he can really pull this off when he wants to. I don't know why he does... He, he has his like library of films he's done. Doesn't include a few more of these, but like I don't know. I have no problem with him well, at If all. you find the success he found with comedies in the last 15, 20 years, why also, would you Also, remember him in Freaky. Which is a yeah. movie oh, yeah. that I yep. enjoyed yep. very much. Yep. He's That's the killer in Freaky. Yeah. Out, out he nails it, man. He yeah, I, I like that movie a lot. Like, I just that rewatched that like fucking movie. Weeks ago. And uh, you remember Domestic Disturbance when he's opposite Tra- Travolta? Mm-hmm. When he's the bad guy when he's like, Travolta's kid. He's like abusing him. That's a good one. That was like 98, something like that, 97, 98. The good old days. Huh? You guys ever seen Dodgeball? <laughs> yes. No, tell me about it. <laughs> it's about Dodgeball. Oh, all right. I'm in. Shit, dodgeball is a hell of a movement. I can't. I'm so excited we're getting that sequel. Oh my god! Wait, are we? Yeah, is that real? Yeah, there was a thing article on not too long ago. Hmm. I haven't seen anything since, but I imagine it's still in the works. I should probably read those news, read those news articles you send us. Huh? You probably should. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, All I, right. I didn't want to misspeak. Um, but Vince Vaughn is definitely he's the top build guy in season one of True Detective. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're right. Of Woody Harrelson and what was he other? probably gets more screen time than both of them. <laughs> Who's the other guy in Woody Harrelson and who else? McConaughey. McConaughey, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I couldn't think of that. Like, I, <laughs> Actually, I, I hear True Detective Season 4 is good. It's good. Very, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Have you guys seen Season 1? That's of course. Season, season 1 was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Season 1 was good. Season 2 I kind of really wasn't into. Season 3 definitely didn't yeah, like too much. Off. Wait, was Season 3 Mahershala? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It wasn't... Like, 1 has been so fucking good. was so fucking good. It set a really high bar, and then it took so yeah. long to get Season 2. Mm-hmm. And it just... It I don't just, think they expected to do what it did. Like, it just caught on, it caught on wildfire. Man. I mean, you, you don't get Vince Vaughn... Matthew McConaughey and uh, 
whatever Woody, Woody, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson and not think you're going to have something good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't just throw money at those guys and be like, all right, do whatever. It's fine. Like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe they planned it, but like, not so. I, I don't know. The, but like, I imagine that was like, it was a surprise hit to them. But yeah, yeah. They, as monumental really as it was. Yep. I don't, I all right. Again. Uh, those are available from Netflix. Fury, All Quiet on the Western Front, the remake from 2022, and Brawl and Cell Block 99, that, that wonderful Oscar nominated hit where Vince Vaughn is beating people up. Yes, indeed. And, and cars. Let's talk about some trailer. One and trailer people. we talked about last week, Monkey Man, by um, director, he's directing, right, Dev Patel? Yep. Uh, Dev Patel, Charlotte Copley. It's a feature. Roger's the one that discovered this two weeks ago and brought it to our attention. I'll leave you to it eventually, but hell of a trailer. It looks like, yep. what? Bollywick. Or the what? Indian John Wick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is what it which is. is the same, I mean, thing, I mean, it's, same it's, thing that I said, only less We're cool. trying to give you guys both spotlight. Come on now. Um, I think Dev Patel. It's it's a weird thing to watch to say, but like, I think he's kind of earned this in a way. Like I feel like he's he's owed not owed, but I feel like he's earned his right to do something like this. Um, and I think the trailer looks to be it looks to be a, a, a very a well made movie. So I just hope it is well made movie. Yeah, it could not be, but in a, in a world where we're post John Wick four, you really shouldn't. I imagine that's the bar is John Wick. Yeah, so. but here's the thing. It's also a long trailer. So okay, so, here, is, so, so hear me out. I, I have one reservation about this movie. Mm-hmm. So sure. It's a long trailer. They might be showing all the really good shots and good things in the trailer and just throwing them all Most in there. Most of them do that, yeah. Well, no, not, well, it, not I, I think I understand what Chris is saying because yeah. like, what if it's a movie that's got like a longer build-up and then all the action happens in like the final third of the movie? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, something like that or just like like all of its best shots and best sure. things happen there. Like you're like, there's nothing like to really like surprise you during the film. You know, there's a chance of that. I hope not because this thing looks cool as shit from the trailer. So I yep. want this to be just... I, I just want to be able to walk in here, t- turn my brain off, and be like, yeah, this is fucking cool for yep. like two and a half hours. Because it looks like it looks two and a half hours long at least. But I don't know. It, it, this movie does look cool. I, I'm I'm definitely ready here for, for this it. one. Yep. Yeah, here for it. Good. Well, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I, I'm going to get popcorn that day. Maybe the Dune popcorn bucket. I don't know. Stick my hand in the phallic thing over Stick and over again. Stick your hand in it, sure. <laughs> yeah. Also, the bucket's not phallic. Didn't we just talk about that? Yeah, it's not. The phallic is not the right word for that. Okay. Phallic is dick-like. It is yeah. not dick-like. Oh, not. the other one. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Still dirty. It's fleshy. Lighty. Vulva-like. Vulva. <laughs> All right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's, it's content you guys come here for. Here we go. <laughs> All right. The B episode is vulvic. Yeah, the B episode. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare with Alan Richson, Henry Cavill, Isaac Gonzalez, Hero you, Finds I love Tiffin. you give him first fucking billing. Give Reacher first billing under Henry Cavill. That's how it's listed on IMDb. Really? Yep. Alan Richson, Henry Cavill, Isaac Gonzalez, Hero, Finn Tiff- Hero, sorry, Hero Finds Tiffin, Carrie Elwes, Alex Pettifer, Henry Golding. It's a feature. What are we, what are we, what are we thinking about this? It's good to see Alex Pettifer still getting work. Did he, did he ever stop? I, don't, I ain't seen him in nothing in a while, have mm. you? No, that's a good point. <laughs> so, good yeah, point. maybe he did. <laughs> I don't know. I hope this movie's good. This is like a, this is like a build your team ensemble cast thing. We've seen this a couple times recently, a couple times really really poorly, and I just hope this is a better version of those movies. I, don't I know. agree. It, it, I w- it's tough to like... Movies like... Um, what's the, I just, the... When Brad Pitt's in it, uh, where they kill Hitler. Um, Glorious Bastards. And Glorious Bastards. Yep. I'm not really a fan of per- movies like that with like perversion of history kind of. You didn't films. like Inglorious. I no, I liked. I don't like. I was just I was like, wow, bold I would, statement. I would prefer to see a true story in the setting. Now, back up a little bit. Let's talk about King Arthur for two seconds from 2017. I think it was. Is going going into it. I was afraid that it was going to be exactly 
what Guy Ritchie making a King Arthur film would be, and it was that. It was not like it was not like King Arthur as it I think kind of deserved, but it was King Arthur's like as in like Guy Ritchie's brain. This to me looks like the same thing, but set in the Second World War. It's like I don't like it's just. A time like that, I don't yeah. like movies that kind of like make make light or make joke of a situation. So I'm a huge King Arthur guy. I'll put that out there, but I'm all for like someone making a movie that that has like that twist on the Arthurian legend where or King Arthur was suspected to, to be a woman and not a man, but poses a man because because she had to lead the country because there were, there were no other heirs. So like I and like that that's a very cool like 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 conspiracy like history thing that has like some evidence based in it that like. Even though I love that time period and I love the the, the person you know the hit the man in history that was King Arthur, I think it'd be neat to see like that that different like what what could have been if this was true kind of deal. I'm okay with like when major points in history like you know have that have those sure. odd takes or they don't follow like like historically because sometimes you can have fun with a really dark time and this could just be one of those films which is what Inglorious Bastards was and I love that movie that movie was, that movie was I mean, fun not, yeah. not to say what you said wasn't true but I imagine there's a lot of people who disagree with you on that people who maybe survived oh. it or there's a lot of people who disagree on a lot of things you know sure I mean? but so <laughs> I mean it's just I think the second world war like there's so many stories to tell of like actual heroics and cool deeds that happened that you don't um, on, on both sides not just yeah. on, on on the ally side but um, that uh, why why make movies that aren't that if you ask me but that's just I mean it's like I mean it could, this movie could be great and I'm just seeing it in the wrong lens because Sometime, the trailer is in the wrong lens maybe you don't feel like you can tell a story that doesn't does enough justice for those real stories so you, you do something that's a little sure. more in your wheelhouse or something else that you've been cooking for a long time that just makes sense to you know it's, it's just the time for too well I like the I, I like the I like the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer, it, though it was weird, it was fun. So I mean, I expect I expect to really enjoy this movie. I hope to really enjoy it. Same. How about you, Roger? So, like, I love *Inglorious Bastards*. I love a lot of the recent Guy Ritchie stuff, um, like *The Covenant*. Great Covenant movie. was good. Not funny. <laughs> the gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Funny. I mean, Wrath of Man, Man. Awesome, awesome from start to finish. Yeah. Like, look, <laughs> if you give me any sort of combination of those three movies and make it a little bit funny, fine. Yeah. Yep. Bro, I'm gonna go watch it. And like, and, and having the cast that can that has the charisma to pull off like comedy within like a like, like a movie like that, like That's an action tough. film. That's tough. It's hard to find, but when you have it, it can it can hit so well. Yeah. Which and I, I think Cavill has that, and probably of a lot of that supporting cast too. Well, if if you told me. You know, like we have Inglorious Bastards by Tarantino. If you told me they were doing an Inglorious Bastards made by Guy Ritchie, I'd still watch it. Yep. Which is pretty much what this is, right? right. I mean, fucking right. Who cares? I mean, Good. I mean, if it's Inglor- got a lot of vibes of Inglorious Bastards. If Inglorious Bastards was coming out today instead of then, and it was by Guy Ritchie, you wouldn't be surprised. Nope. You know what I mean? Yeah, They'd be like killing yeah, Nazis, yeah. killing Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go and watch that today. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. It's a good movie. It's it's like three hours, so be prepared for that, but. Time, time, time is a construct. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's from Tag. Yes, sir. I love that movie. I'm not constrained by, by what you speak. All right. Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire with Carrie Coon, McKenna Grace, Annie Potts, Paul Rudd, Finn Wolford, Bill Murray, Kumail Nanjani, Patton Oswalt, Celeste O'Connor, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson. It's a feature. Before we get into that, uh, your comment about Kumail Nanjani, do you remember where I, – I mentioned it because I, I'd never heard that before. So what did I say? About him being fired. Or not from this, but like I, I, I saw, I saw some. No, I, I think it was Ghostbusters. It was, I, I think something came up recently. Where okay, okay. I thought you meant from Ghostbusters. I was, I was worried. I asked because I just it popped in my head when we were watching wa- watching the trailer for that. But no, I, I don't think it was from Ghostbusters. I, I think it was from something or from a spat. I don't know. Again, like this is just something that I saw. That sucks. He's timeline. one of the comedians that like I thought was 
pretty. It could he, all be. He makes sensible it, choices. It could have been a clickbaity article bullshit it too. Could, you sure. know what I mean? So the world is full of them too. Yeah. So it's, Roger, you're the uh, the Ghostbusters Frozen Empire guy. So yes, I am. Boo! I'm just kidding. This, this trailer, this movie looks awesome. I can't like, wait. look, look, it looks very <laughs> Ghostbusters, and that's all that it needs to do mm-hmm. is be very Ghostbuster y. Yep. And yeah, I'm here for it. I hadn't seen this trailer. No, it just no, came I haven't out either. This week. Not, okay. The full length I haven't. It seen. just gotcha. came out this week. We had a teaser. We've had it for like a month. Yeah, yeah. So. Here's the thing, like that date's coming. It's only like six weeks out, so I don't think we'll get another trailer. And that's like I've been oh, saying okay. for too long. Oh, okay. We should. We, 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 we are getting too many trailers. We don't need four versions of the same mm-hmm. thing. I don't want that. I want to be surprised. In I the agree. Movie, you know, or not I surprised. I don't want to see the whole plot unfold. I mean, look, I kind of know what's going to happen anyway because it's Ghostbusters. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, let's be honest. You don't want to see every cool thing. Yeah, you know, like we talked about monkey. Man. I like the fact that they're bringing up specific, like specific, specifically time from the old Ghostbusters film when they saved New York. Mm-hmm. I actually I like that they're that they're intermingling that and making that all kind of like 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 a through line like linear canon here, yep. which is kind of cool. Because sometimes you see movies that pull back, you know, like like pay homage to an old movie or mm-hmm. you know to the old cast by just like including them, but like never mentioning the thing that they sure. did to, like to like that brought this movie to us. But like they're actually like directly dealing with that they're, at they're in, the, in, the, in, in this trailer, this movie. which yeah. is really neat. I love that. I I, I like. I like, you know, lore that makes sense, and, like, I'm big into that kind of stuff when it comes to, like, long-running series and movies and stuff, so and, I, I'm down for that. And this is a new villain, I don't, you know, completely new, not related to anything. Tall, dark, and horny, before. is that, yep. that what said? Yep. yep. That's yep. it. Tall, dark, and horny. Very Peter Venkman. TDH, yep. Let's go. Mm. Mm. And your affinity for the ice element. Yeah. I thought about that you said last week. I'm, like, I'm it's a weird okay. thing to it's, say, it's but... It's just so spiky, you know what I mean? It's horny. There you go. There you go. Look, I'm I'm excited for Ghostbusters. I think we're all excited for Ghostbusters. I don't think that's a. But what if this one doesn't do anything? Because the the, the, the last well, one, I think we're we're saying because it was released in in the time of COVID. So which is fine. If it doesn't do fine. anything, then we'll know. Well, yeah. like is is Ghostbusters just done then forever? If it I don't I don't know. Here's the thing though, you know, much like you know, a lot of stuff that doesn't make money doesn't get a sequel. Sometimes stuff doesn't make money still gets a sequel True. if it's well received and done well. Yeah. You know, like money is not the entire factor for a lot of studios, whether they're getting a sequel or not. It just depends on how much it costs to start with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, I yeah. get that, but I mean, I mean, Blumhouse would. Their metrics are off too, but uh, yeah, but it's because Blumhouse has one thing knocked out of the park, and it doesn't matter if they have some failures along yeah. the way too. So it sure, just sure, funds the entire system. Yeah, A twenty four is kind of the same way too. They mm-hmm. they keep very very tight budgets a lot of the times. And yeah, they they don't fuck around with their budget. Yeah, but also if it's got A twenty four on it, I'm probably going to take a peek at it because it's going to be higher quality than most. A twenty four does have a very high track record. Well, just remember, good, too, bad, and average. So we we talked a minute ago, and average. since we you know isn't poor things in A twenty four movie, I think so. So or, you know, we'll talk about it more during that, but. Just real quick, um, we've seen a lot of A24 movies all coming like back to back to back. Um, do you guys know why that is? Because I do. I don't. So the only people that were still shooting movies during the oh, strike right, yeah. was yeah, A24 we, yeah. because this. they have their own setup. They have their own contracts. They pay their people fairly. You know, nobody complained. They just went right along their business like nothing happened. So well, good for them. I mean, they took ownership. But it also lets you understand that, hey, look. You know, sometimes if you do the contract stuff correctly, it's totally fine. Yep. So. Agreed. Well, good for, good for them. I'm sure they have their own, given what I know, people go through benefits. And stuff, I'm, I'm sure they have their own benefit system and everything, too. They almost have to. But, yeah, good for, good for them. And, look, they have an excellent track record, batting average. Well, b- better than most, I would say. Better than Higher most. than average. Yeah, yeah. So. Those are, uh, those trailers are available to watch on our social media or any social media. Monkey Man, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, and Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. 
Gentlemen, it's that time. What time? Where we get naked. I'm kidding. Let's talk about the holdovers. What the fuck is wrong with you? So much, so much. It's these Eggo waffle Pop-Tarts that kind of threw me off, man. I don't like the yellow icing on it either. Yeah, that's, that's just <laughs> weird. That's weird. It's, it's got to have that Eggo yellow, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I Eggo isn't a flavor. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, a waffle with syrup is flavor, though. But, you know, anyway, so let's talk no, about... that's just syrup. <laughs> let's talk about the holdovers. Let's talk about it. All right. I like this movie. I'll I did a lot. Rotten Ron, Tomato, the tomato meter, 97. The audience, 91. That's not terrible. Um, no, no, you're right. It's not terrible. It's <laughs> well, the opposite of terrible. Well, I don't know why the audience scores a little less. I thought this movie was incredibly enjoyable from start to finish. Clearly defined characters, clearly defined uh, plot down the center. Like, there's nothing hard to follow here, which I think what throws most people off is someone's hard to follow. But this is fairly simple, straightforward. What's going on underneath is not simple and straightforward, but the plot, is, I, th- I think, is very simple and straightforward. Metacritic? 87. No, that's poor thing. Sorry. The holdover. (laughs) The holdover, sorry, Metacritic is 82, which is. I don't have good. Also, though, poor poor thing is 87. Like, that's video game territory. Like, whoa. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Let's get some particulars out of the way. That smug ass grin on his face. Well, he's a smug man. He's got a good movie out. Smug man. Smug man, indeed. Look at him. Look at his face. Stop it. Stop it. No, I can see it. It's on the screen. <laughs> shut up. You shut up. You shut up. All right, here we go. Paul Giamatti, Dominic Sessa, Davine Joy Randolph, Carrie Preston, and Dan Aid, to, to, name, to name a few. Directed and written by oh, directed by Alexander Payne, written by David Hemmingson. Let's talk about it. Roger. What's the holdovers about? So, short rundown of the holdovers is at a private boarding school in upstate New York. Uh, is New York right? I think so. Boston area, Massachusetts or something? I, th- I think they make a road trip to Boston. Yeah, but it's not too far of a road trip. Uh, I mean, it's a road trip, though. Yeah. Okay, maybe it is. I mean, you can drive across yeah. Massachusetts in like 11 minutes. <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> I, it, it's, just, it's in the northeast oh, So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's New England. Yeah, so, boarding school up in New England. Uh, Paul Giamatti's character is uh, what's his name in that movie? Paul. Paul Hunnam. Paul Hunnam. Yeah. Mr. Hunnam mm. is in charge of the kids that are not leaving uh, for Christmas break. Turns out there's five or six of them. Then it gets whittled down to one. So they just you know spend the time together and learn who's the bigger asshole between the two of them. And well, the, the movie, then they bond and the movie it's 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 no it's no new novel concept. It is it's it's quite been recycled. It's just it's a, it's a stick of how like. The nuance of who they are and their relationship to the people in their, you know, in their direct orbit that I think is the big deal here. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget Dominic says Angus Tully. Sure. Are you glad your name's not Angus? No. I mean, it's a beefy name. It is a beefy name. <laughs> wow. Good job, hey. Chris. Good hey, job. Look, it took him a second to understand. No, what I you understood said. what you Angus beefer. Come on. Did you? <laughs> I get it. Yes. Gee, Louise. I, I feel like you didn't. I got it, man. Like, did you say something about Hardee's? <laughs> what the fuck? Man, Hardee's. Hardee's used to do those, tr- those right. commercials. Hardee's was the shit. Hard, Hardee's is pretty damn good. There's no Hardee's right They used to do the thing with, like, we use Angus beer. You used to live right across the street from Hardee's, I did, basically. I did. No, I mean, uh, two minutes away, but it is no longer there. Across the street. I don't think I'm two minutes across. Anyway, let's, let's get into it. So, first impressions, gentlemen. Uh, I'll go first. So, I really like this movie. Um, but like you said, it, it's no... No concept of 
no novel concept, nothing brand new. But I mean, like this story made you like understand how these people are, what they're really going through. Because this movie, you know, it starts out with like seven or eight people, and then it's basically down to three. Yeah, that you have to pay attention to, and like they they all have their own little piece. They're all they're all kind of broken a little bit. And how they come together and move through this little holiday season, like leaning on each other, basically, when you didn't think something like that would happen. I, I like the way this story plays out. Like, I wouldn't say that there's like a really redemption for anybody in this movie, but it's a it's a good ending for all of them. They're all in a better place than when they start. I would say you you could argue that two of them do get it, but I don't think it's your traditional redemption arc. No, I could say you could make the argument that they do find the the uh, the other side of what they're looking for sure well i mean i think the ending of this it like it 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 has a wonderfully cheesy moment which like the, unlike a lot of movies now this one earns its cheesy moment sure. at the I, end. I, you know I, know I talk about the car well, yeah yeah exactly yep yeah like when they're when, when someone's leaving yeah. yeah yeah exactly and and like that's the, fine perfect i think that that's my best first impression of this movie is that everything in this movie seems earned like mm-hmm. it, not, it nothing just kind of falls into place Nothing's convenient. Like you get to go through, and this is kind of like a character drama. You get to learn huh. about the characters that we're with. I don't as... think it's kind of like. I think it definitely well, yeah, is. Yeah, definitely and is. We learn about things as they learn about each other as yeah. you go through it, and you know more and more is revealed to you. Layers are pulled back, and what you get is a, it's a you know a nice quaint little story about you know circumstances and you know what kind of makes people the people they are shaping up to be and who they end up being and why and mm-hmm. i don't know I, I i think the movie is you know it, it's spectacular for it honestly. well it's it's characters that he's used i mean like character types that he's used before and like kind of the same relationship too one of the, my favorite movies i like to watch and like set up and while i'm working is um election from 99 with um matthew broderick and reese, reese witherspoon <laughs> yeah yeah about another and um somebody else is in that movie too, yeah right? the american pie guy what's his name uh, chris Stephen? klein chris klein that's him um, and like how they're all kinds of their relationship in the orbit kind of works, but it's, it's not too different of that kind of story, but let's, let's look at his filmography for one second as a director. Um, he had his first feature, I think citizen Ruth was his first one, then election, which did huge numbers and it did a lot of acclaim mm-hmm. about Schmidt, which was also oddly well received Yep. sideways. Another very well received. So, so yeah, him and, uh, one thing about this, him and Paul Giamatti have worked together multiple yeah. times, uh, sideways, multiple Oscar winner. In Sideways, by the way. Then there's Paris, I Love You. Not one I've ever watched. Uh, no. You ever watch Sideways, Chris? Mm-mm. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah, it's it's quite... I like Sideways a lot. I'm a um, comedy guy. It's a dark comedy. Oh, all right. Hey, all right. Incredibly dark. Change I, I assure you, you'll fuck it. I got you. And then he did, uh, he did Paris, I Love You, and then The Descendants, which you remember with um, George Clooney, huge numbers again. Yeah, yeah. For like four Oscars. Uh, Nebraska, which was up for Best Picture, wasn't it? Or one of like one of many Oscars. Uh, downsizing, which we'll forgive him for. Downsizing. We didn't really like downsizing. I thought it was going to be better than what it was. And then this one, so he has a pretty good batting out. Alexander nothing Payne. since downsizing though. That's that's a little bit of a gap there. He's he's done some producing since downsizing. Mm-hmm. This is his first gotcha. foray since that into directing. But um, I when I walked out of it, I was. I wish I had seen this last year because it would have very, very clearly been my favorite film of the year. It was, I loved this movie. I just thought it was so well written and it was paced very well. I loved the characters. I mean, Paul Giamatti is an absolute. It's an absolute treat to watch him on screen. It really is. I mean, there's he's in a lot of my favorite movies. Cinderella Man. He's in is um, Joe Gould. Yep. Um, Great uh, Jim movie, Braddock's bro. manager and trainer is just a hell of a. He just. 
I think he understands the the sentiment of like character acting almost as much as like someone like Daniel Day Lewis or like it's on that high of a level of. He just, takes his job very seriously. Mm-hmm. He's, he does very. He just, he's so good in this film. Yeah, I I I think this is his best his best film in my opinion. Like well, I don't know about I've that, seen. but I mean I mean it's pretty he's fucking he's good. very good in this. He is. You're not but, wrong. So the, so here's the thing though. I and I won't say that you're completely wrong. Yeah. But watch Sideways. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, and then yeah. reevaluate that because yeah, like look. Sideways, multiple Oscar winner. Giamatti gets all the credit for it, like doing his thing. That's Virginia Madsen and Thomas Hayden it, Church. It's a very good movie. Um, and if you like this movie here, yeah. obviously, sounds like you did at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think Sideways will be. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Hey, check it Cinderella out. Man, dude. Come on. Like, I've seen Cinderella Man. Yeah. That's a hell of a movie, man. It I is. Mean, it's, it's, it's a hell of a thing, movie, though. but I don't think he's as good as, in that as he is in this. I mean, that's a Russell Crowe movie, though. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll that's, give you that. But, like, yeah. he's still. I he's got it, some of those scenes that are just. There I, it is. I thought, like, for some reason when I went into this movie, I thought this was going to be a movie about about the kid or the kids or, like, about the situation they're in. Sure being held over i did not expect what i got out of this movie you I mean like he's more in the limelight than the kids problems is yeah, yeah yeah i, I, I agree with yeah you. i didn't i didn't expect i didn't expect that from this and uh, like what i got i wasn't upset with but like i i didn't i wasn't ready for what this movie was going to be hey difference I, I, okay yeah 100 percent. so like his performance like he he care he he doesn't carry this movie like it didn't need him to carry it because the other performances in this are good mm-hmm. but like his performance, I think, is it. it I think it's spectacular, hundred percent. Like, well, he's just he's he's a cut above. But not to say that like Dominic Sessa too is angered. Like the kid is like he's also this really is his into- first movie. Is it really his first one? It's his first actual film, not his first major one. This is like the first thing besides the theater he's been. Is that is that for real? Yeah. Wow. And he does. He, he fucking, whoever casted that this kid, it would have been mean, pain. It would have been pain. Yeah, like like well, like she he went to she for- right. She's she's a she. Pain? Alexander Payne's a guy. Okay, well, whoever casted him, great job. Because yeah. like wherever they found this kid, he's 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 great in this. Yeah. I would not have expected it at all that this is his first film from, from uh, watching this. The other thing too is uh, uh, Mary's character. Um, what's her Devon niece? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, D- D- Devine Joy Randolph. Devine Mary Joy. Lamb is also Joy. I was gonna say Happy yeah. for some reason. Um, happy. <laughs> so she's also she's got good. critical acclaim for this movie as well. Because listen. She get, did. Did she get supporting actress nomination? She got nominated. Oh, she, she may have. You're right. I think have. we did the list. Yeah, did. yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. If you, I believe if, it, if you take it off the Golden Globes because it's something that's already come and gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, Giamatti won for his role. Okay. In that, so that's not necessarily pre-Oscar. Per well, yeah, se, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, that's a pretty good indication of how good this how movie good, actually how, yeah, is. Yeah, how good this is. Yeah. yeah, so here's the thing. She did not win because Lily Gladstone won for Killers of Flower Moon. I was going to say... Because, look, that's some absolute fucking fierce competition. Well, I was going to say, supporting actress and supporting actor this year seems packed. Yeah, there's a lot happening. It's stacked this year. Yeah, except for, you know, we were, except for, you know there's Argos. A lot of, there's a lot of unso- like, big ensembles that happen yeah, this except year. Except for when Argos wins supporting actor... You know, like because he will, <laughs> because fucking Ken, baby. Yep. Um, God, I hope so. <laughs> like, I think everybody in this movie works so well together, playing the roles that they were yeah. you know, given. Yeah, the people that are in this film that we see the most, and even even like the ones that come and support those, the periphery characters. Yeah, I think everyone it just, like it, it all it all just fits. It all feels clicks. authentic. It does. Well, I feel like real. well, that's also an advantage of having a smaller. A smaller scale script too is sure. like you spend more time with those characters and like you can really get the performance out of them. I think than 
having to worry about other things. But like that's an advantage of having a smaller scale. Well, yeah, too. but with the wrong, but with the wrong direction sure, or the wrong that. or sure. the wrong casting, that could go terribly for oh, you. Oh, it as goes well. sideways quick. And you're right. I did. I I didn't. Not I didn't believe you. But Dominic Sess is his first thing. Like. Good for him. Yeah, he's, right. He's got a bright future good. ahead of him. Like, or, like, or he has a terrible future because he'll never be this good. <laughs> he'll, he'll never rise to this again. Sorry, oh, kid. Man. Didn't mean to curse you like that, but <laughs> you wouldn't be the first person to peak at eighteen, brother. Ooh, yeah, that's man. true. That's true. Yeah, but like, no, he kills it in this show. He does. He really I, I would have never thought that this is the first thing he's ever done. I, I was, I was stunned because I want. I was, I, was, I was like, he looks kind of familiar. Has he, has he been like a, a B character and like anything else I've seen? Like even like, it's like a background character. And nope. nope, not a damn thing. So. So I want to talk about this movie in a couple of different ways here. So I want to talk one about the drama side of it, and then I want to talk about the comedy side of it because this is a movie to me that blends both of those very well. Because this is not a comedy, and it's not strictly a drama. Like it's this is what I I, I like to like make the term of like this is a real life movie mm-hmm. where like sometimes there are days where you talk about nothing but serious shit. Yeah. Right. And like everything's kind of a fucking downer. And then there are some days when you just fuck off and <laughs> you do whatever you want and yep. make stupid jokes and you know smoke a joint in the parking lot. And like this is what that movie is. Like they roll from day to day to day. And it's like they count them off on the wall, you know, yep. and show you like how long of a trip that this goes. But like when he's when Angus is all pissed off and he's just running through the hallways and he launches himself off the vault and dislocates his shoulder. Oh. When he stands up, he's just like, <laughs> dude, that shit hurts. So it I've does. dislocated the shoulder multiple times. Okay, yep. So I, I understand it completely. Mine never looked like his did though. Yeah. But yeah. Just imagine trying to like shift gears in real life to be like, I'm so fucking mad at this douchebag kid. Cause listen, they're all kind of pricks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Some They're form. all little pompous, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, look, you, you wouldn't be in that school if you yeah. were a little, a little pompous. Right? Except, except for those two younger kids, I thought were kind of, but they, they were. They they're, they're not broken. That's yet. what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're young enough. We're like they're still like obeying the rules and yeah. like being good kids. Yeah. 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 But like, and then he's got to go to the ER, and he's just like, you can't tell my mom. This makes up this whole story. <laughs> fly. On the, like, I love that. Yeah. Like, right. that was awesome. Well, so I think what works here really well here. This is something I like to get into. Is like. They're both. I say both. This is after we get away from the kids. And I watching the movie like I'd almost forgotten that the trailer. I, I mean, is primarily Paul Giamatti and Dominic Sessa. And I okay. forgot like mm-hmm. now I was thinking how they're going to get rid of these kids. And then the helicopter. And then like anyway. But again, I'm not explaining anything because if you haven't seen the movie, that the helicopter makes zero it's sense in, to you right now. But it's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it makes sense. Here's the thing I like about this. In the some, movie, yes. some of the things I like about this too is like you have these two characters that are profoundly broken. Mm-hmm. They just they are. I mean. Paul Giamatti's playing. Paul Hunnam is a guy that no one likes. He has no people skills whatsoever. Um, he is just, he's a miserable old curmudgeon, right? That's mm-hmm. what we, he's yeah. a miserable curmudgeon. It's that's like that's actually miserable. the correct use of that word. Um, and, and Dominic Sessa, he, Angus Tully is a kid that. He's just a dickhead. He's a dickhead, but he has, he has more of a reason to be a dickhead than Paul Hunnam has to be an old curmudgeon. I don't know about well, that. Well, no. Yeah, he has different reasons to be a dickhead. Well, look, his his mom is a piece of work, as, as, as we do yeah, learn. Yeah, but it also sounds like Paul's dad was a piece of work. Yeah. Well, sure. And yeah, they I, allude to that. Well, no, but I understand that. But like, like I said, he has different reasons, but he's also broken for a different, a profoundly well, different way. Well, I think Paul's, Paul's Paul Jim, like Paul the character in here. Paul yeah, I, I think I think he is the curmudgeon old, like, stereotypical, like, like his character is a stereotype, right? Yeah, of course. You know, and I think I think whoever he was before he became the stereotype, like there's pieces of that there, but we when we learn about hey, why curl your toes, the <laughs> fire in my loins. 
<laughs> when we learn about why he is still at the school and like as all that unfolds, like I feel like he actually like he forced himself to play that part because that's to make it as believable as possible that he actually made it when you know we learned that you know all, all that wasn't exactly exactly true for him. Yep. So I believe he kind of like began to own that persona of you know I'm 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 the I'm the teacher. I'm the I'm the strict one. I follow all the rules. You have to pass by class. I won't be an easy class because it's almost like he was forced into that himself because of the failings he had along the way. Yeah. Feels and like it's his responsibility. I think so. And like, well, because otherwise, you know, everyone will find out that you no, know, yeah, he didn't actually make it. He's when, not even supposed to be a teacher. Exactly. And like, that's I think that's a very interesting part of his character. That like, I don't think he probably he probably wasn't this curmudgeonly old man until he forced himself. That he had to convince the world that he he made it as a teacher, you know what I mean, and and that he embodied that that caricature of what a what a what a professor is to become that thing to convince the world around him and himself. So. He became this creation of his own. Yeah, exactly. Because because like because you know his story alludes to of him having a wild you know wilder days, you know, hitting someone with a car and all this other stuff that like you know is mentioned in the film by himself, and it's like. I can see that, you know what I yeah. mean, and you know you can't. He's see... definitely a loner. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. But like, you can't see the com. Like, you, you, someone can't see comedy in things like art that has you know that you know has you know people in like lewd positions. Mm-hmm. You can't see the comedy there if you haven't lived that comedy yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's hard to you know to convince yourself that comedy is there when you don't get it. Did so you, that's did neat. You, did you guys ever watch The Emperor's Club? I don't think so. I don't know what that with is. With Kevin Klein as the as a teacher teaching ancient civilization and Emil Hirsch, the kid who come the the rich senator's kid who comes in is kind of a, he's a jerk off and he has to pass his class and yeah. the the movie bookends with everyone in that class coming back to take another to take a it's a it's a quiz he gave about talking about the the Roman emperors. Mm-hmm. And we it, it it bookends with that. Then we go back in time when he was a kid and then we come back a couple times but Kevin Klein's a teacher and then you see the story unfold and it's the it's the same kind of I my my thing is Alexander Payne definitely likes and the Emperor's Club mm. that was like 2000 I can't find any I have, I have the DVD I can't find it to buy digitally it just doesn't they've whatever contracts are up are up yeah. but um, I, I didn't I was thinking it's kind of Emperor Clubby until he you remember when he's running away from Paul Giamatti uh, yeah, yeah. Angus and then he in the gym, he's like, don't, don't put one foot. Yeah. And then he, he, he looks back and says, in Latin, the die is cast. Mm-hmm. I only know what that is because of the Emperor's Club. Okay, yeah. And like that's straight from the Emperor's Club. is like the die. Then he jumps in and breaks yeah, his yeah. arm. But I Dislocated his shoulder. Dislocated his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Which is but, different than breaking your arm. It is. It's more this, fixable, but it hurts. To me, more. I just Far wanted to get out fixable. there. that I, I think this is just a reskin of that movie. And with some tweaks, but... This one way I'm kind of holding you know, like it's so much like the Emperor's Club just 23 years later. Maybe, but at the same time, history repeats itself, which is one of the things of the sure. movie. Sure, and I and I get that, but it's that's what I want to get off my chest. Is I also love that movie too, and it's it's a yeah. lot of the same. And in the end of that film, they take the because the same kid who cheated cheats again, and like it, it not that this it just it's a hell of a it's a hell of a way to end that movie. But yeah, um, I did. There's so much in this movie I think to like with the characters and. Like well, you saying about the, the such the understated comedy too. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. I I laughed. This I movie's was funny. <laughs> I was maybe one of I saw it on Friday night. It was maybe me and twenty people mm-hmm. uh, at the AMC in Pittsburgh, and um, 
when he was when 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 he when Paul Giamatti had fallen asleep and he was just walking around the school, yeah. like the scene he sees, he just he's eating ice cream hunched over out of the yeah. court. I laughed so fucking hard <laughs> because he's just standing there like I got, I'm just gonna eat this ice yep. cream. Like yep. I thought that was so Fuck funny. It. It's my oh, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those I thought that was so funny. Also, wouldn't you have done the same thing? Of course. Oh yeah, of course. Smoked yeah. a joint and went and ate ice cream straight out of the fridge. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I thought, but like some of that comedy, it lands even better than like comedy that is in like a rated R comedy. It lands even better because you're not. Exp- it just it's so well paced and well, just boom. One of the jokes from the trailer actually still made me laugh, and the, he was the kids like, "I can't fail this class," and he's like, "Oh, I assure oh, you that you can." Yeah, it clearly, <laughs> like, you can. don't he's sell like, yourself short. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, like look. That's fucking dickhead funny. Yep. Like, yeah, you can, dumb fuck. Uh, <laughs> again, he's, he's playing that pompous teacher, and it's like it it, it, it just fits so well. Mm-hmm. Like he he molded into that character, and I don't know, like a lot of his line delivery. Even though he's supposed to be some dry, you know, humorless guy, he's not. He's and not. His, he's very smart. That's, he's very it, witty. His his, his his humor is so witty and like just it's like to the point that you know that like some kids he's around don't. No, don't, he's too smart for yeah, them. Goes way goes, over their head. I exactly. think that's the point of like. It goes over the head, but it doesn't go over your head in the well, audience. I get, I get the feeling he's not telling the jokes for that. He's telling the jokes for him. Yep. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? It's absolutely. for his enjoyment yeah. because that's who he is. That's that big of a douche yeah. that he knows that it's funny and like he laughs at like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <at> me <laughs> fools. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly they didn't even him. get my joke. <laughs> yeah, and that's then, how I feel so, here a lot. By the way, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought up. Thank yeah. Wow, someone is so humble. That up. You're so fatality. <laughs> so humble. I'm glad you brought up um, <laughs> two things about me. One, I'm fucking awesome. And two, very humble. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Davina Joy Randall. Let's talk about her. I think she's great. Oh like, god, yeah. Her story. Let's talk about her. Sad. Story. Like, but Listen, both... she's not a dickhead. Her story is sad. I mean, she is a little bit of a dick, but well, but, but well, she's just a green. She has a reason. Well, we, a she's real... not even a dick. She's not even a dick because of that. Mm-hmm. That was her personality before, you know, the tragedies that have, that have struck her. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I would say that's a big part of who she is now is the tragedy. She, she's been around these pompous ass ungrateful. Oh yeah, kids. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Forever. Yeah. You you grow into you grow into. The, oh, you into have to that. have like a disdain for that. Yeah, like, yeah, a little well, bit. One thing I, I really love and it's understated, completely understated, is when she the takes way she over smokes a cigarette. Well, that will, and when she takes over the music at, at the party, mm-hmm. because of like that's when you really get it that like she's yeah. not over. Oh like, yeah, yeah. What mother ever is? Well, but though, think you know? think of every scene we've seen of her grieving before that. She's been so she's been very stoic. She's been together. Yep. She's had it all held 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 oh, in and down, and then finally. That scene you're talking about is when it all just kind of breaks. And you're like, yeah. there it is. She's got a couple of drinks in her. She's not in the best place. Someone's it's the holidays. Ni- someone's being nice to her and like, things like that. And like overly nice. She doesn't like it. Yep. Doesn't trust it. I think. She doesn't really. She deserves it. it. She lost a kid. You know. And a husband. Yeah. Oh yeah. Husband before that. So before before she was hard. forty. Like I can't. Yeah. That's so much loss. Yeah. I was trying 40. to calculate her age before, and it was like twenty five and nineteen. You I know think what if, I mean? it's it, where it, it, it's like yeah yeah it's like how old is he? You think. I, I take him in like early fifties. I say early sixties. I was gonna say late fifties. So it sounds like we're all kind of like like yeah. So fifty to sixty, sure. Yeah. I because I, I, I don't get that. the. I, so here's the thing. This so this movie is set in nineteen seventy. Yep. So this is kind of one where like you don't you can't really tell how old people are supposed to be by how they look. True. So because like look, if you'd have told me like if if it wasn't a part of the story, I would have never believed that the guy that's in charge of the school is younger than Paul. Oh yeah yeah. Like I would have never thought that. Yeah. It's just they just look older. Mm-hmm. Actually, so I want to talk about that for one second. 
What do you think of like the old timey like shooting aesthetic where it's got like the old? Oh, I love it. That was my next thing. Fucking great! I love it. It fits. It fits this so well. And here's the thing: it really does. I I wasn't a big movie guy back, you know, back in like you know when I was younger, like in the '90s and stuff, when it all this was still like. being re- like much more refined than like a movie in the seventies would oh, be, yeah. but this looks good. It fits the it fits the tone of the movie. That's I think I it, think yeah, that's fits. what that's, makes I it think that's It's easy. It's it? easy to yeah. do something like they did and it just not connect. It fall flat. The movie isn't right for it. But like this feels perfect for good. it. Right? I, I agree. Yeah. It feels it fits good. the tone. Yeah, like oh. the like the the gray cold stark snow mm-hmm. aesthetic it just fits so well. I think you're right about that. <laughs> okay, so unintentional comedy. How about when he picks up the football in the snow? Yeah, he's he's like walking through doing his like little exercise, picks up the football, and he like he like pumps it and just goes, and like has like the worst, the worst fucking throw in the world, and just goes like, hmm. like he's proud of himself. Yeah, but <laughs> just keeps going. Yeah, but you knew he was gonna. Have yeah, 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 yeah. Of like, course, like, you know who would do that in this room? Don't point at that me. That guy right there. No, I would not. Yes, would I do would. that? Yes, you would. All right, fair. I probably would. Yes, you would. <laughs> I immediately thought I was like that. Grayson would well, do only that. Only because I don't. I also don't know how to throw a football correctly. Sure, but so. listen, neither does he. So. <laughs> I did. I mean, that's. I, I I almost find the comedy in a movie like this, and I there's a couple times I laughed with the with the rest of the people in the theater, pretty uproariously hard at some of this stuff, like more than I do at like a rated R comedy almost. Well, this is it's, a rated, is R. rated R, but it is, but I wouldn't come, when, com- when I say rated R comedy, you know what I'm talking about. Well, okay, yeah, I, I get you, but like, uh, well, oh, I think this is a good segue into its rating. I, I was surprised that this is rated R after because like after seeing it, but like. Some of the things they touch on, I, I guess you have to have it rated They're R, right? serious subject matter, and they talk in adult language. They so, do. So, I mean, that's the thing. So, they talk to each other like real people, you yeah. know? Like, Which makes it feel of, authentic. They, well, there's a lot of times, like, when they're arguing with each other, because, like, look, uh, about Angus is, you know, he's struggling with a lot of stuff. He's kind of like a fireball. Like, it doesn't take much to get him going. The firecracker, sorry. Nice. It doesn't take him much to get going. Like, he can be, like, have a normal conversation. He's just like, fuck off. Yeah. You know, like... But that's a normal thing for people that are going through I it. I agree. Especially when you're younger. because And you're used you, to getting what you want, too, exactly. at some points. Yeah. Here's one thing with depression, because you know they don't talk about it much in this movie, but it's an overarching thing, especially between Paul and Angus, mm-hmm. You know that they have the same depression meds. You know, when you're on meds like that, you know, one of the things that does happen is like you have everything under control, you have everything under control, and then you don't fucking have everything under control. Yeah. Like shit like that can happen, because that's real life. I agree. That's, and, yeah. you know, listen, does it add to the comedy sometimes? Sure. But it also adds to the realism. Why it's so authentic. Well, like, it, it was another thing that connected those two when he when, when he, he <laughs> finds what his meds are and, like, calls him out for it. And, like, you know. Well, but, he doesn't, Angus doesn't get it. Well, uh, right. well at the same time, yeah. Angus, you know, being, a, being a, a, younger, a younger man, you know, a boy, like, it's all about him still. He doesn't, right, like, right, he, he doesn't even, his brain is trying to make the connection of, like, why would he know that? You know what I mean? He just yeah. calling him out, wants to protect himself. Oh, yeah, no, this is nothing. Yeah, brushes it off it. and leaves it. But it's like, you know, our older, more mature character, you know, in, in Paul, he, you know, he he's trying to, like, let him know, I know what these are. I get it. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And then you see him kind of, like, take his meds and do the long side, and he sees the same meds. It's like, all right. You know what I mean? It's, you know, he, he tried. You know, that was one of these, these reach outs that, you know, he tried to do, didn't work, but, like, he now knows it, and... You see him like shift a little bit more towards you know being in being in Angus's camp yep. as the movie goes on. Like there's more and more that connects these two. So yeah, um, they accidentally ba- grow together. They do. I want to go back to Divine. First thing is she has your glasses. By the way, she looks way better in them than you did. Oh yeah, she does. And uh, put them on. <laughs> yeah, put them on. I want to put them on right do, now. Do it for the people. For the people. And uh, but I think we we, we were talking we were talking about her before. 
God damn. And um, please continue. I'm, I'm, so I'm, big. I'm gonna look this way. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> she. I think what's most impressive about her and her role, not that she doesn't kill it, not that it's you know like like I'm surprised by it, but like she does so much and it's impressive because she doesn't have as much screen time as the other two. No, she does not. Her story gets told in smaller chunks and bigger in in these bigger pieces too, and we don't get as much of her as the other two, but yet her story is still very well told. It unfolds and you still connect with it, you know, in, in, in however in however you do connect with it. And I think that's impressive because, again, it's easy to say, well, she wasn't in the movie a lot. And it's like, but even though she wasn't compared to the other two, her story was still impactful. You still felt for her. It's, it's still, a very yeah. real story, too. Yeah. And it's just like, Especially it, at that time, yeah. it's impressive because it, I think it speaks to, A, again, great casting and great performance in, you know, someone that, that's an easy, that's an easy role that almost gets, that could almost get thrown away if you have the, you know, someone that isn't quite good enough to pull that off. Or you know it's not set up right in, in in the script, but because of how well it all came together, it's it, it's a third it's a third great performance in a in a movie that has great performance yep. in it. A great movie that has great. And performance. And it's so yeah. like I don't want to say under it's like underrated, but it's it is it's not underrated. It, I, I don't th- I can't think of the word for it, but like it's so impactful is a good word you, you use because it's so when it's there it's like it's so well accentuated that it mean every time she's on screen she I, I don't want to say she. She kind of does steal some of those scenes with Paul Giamatti, which is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, because her character is so like, especially in the beginning when they're watching the the newlywed game, whatever. What the whatever, yeah, yeah yeah. When and she just says these little these little smart ass quips. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even turn her head. Oh no, she's smart as shit. Oh, she yeah. like she doesn't even look at him because like, and he's just like, oh, she just got me with a zinger, and so it's like it's <laughs> a, that's sh- that's a great that's showing you something between those two characters yeah. too is, and I like that and is, I liked her story a lot. I think no, let me ask you this question. I want to ask. If you if you write her, if you cut her down to minimal, or you take her story out, does this, does this movie remain intact? Well, it, so here's the thing: the story with Angus and Paul, most of it remain intact. Would it? I think it's a far worse movie if you do that, though, I agree, I agree. because the way she's intertwined, how we get her story. While they get a lot of their story too, because like they're all involved in this, like it's basically the three amigos, mm-hmm. you know, for the second, you know, for more than three quarters of those break together, and it works very, very well. I like th- they all grow together. I think that Paul's character isn't as isn't as deep and rich without her in it. I think Angus's story doesn't have much impact either way. I think Paul's story does because we're in the seventies. There's money around these people. And she is, and she's, you know, she's the man, the, you know, the kitchen manager, right? Yep. And the seventies for, you know, for someone, you know, of her, of her background, probably an easy already. You know what I mean? Correct. Things are still, you know, still rough back then. You know, no, she's an under undereducated black woman running yeah. the kitchen of around, a private around a school. Bunch of yeah, a bunch yeah. of rich white people. Yep. So it's like. But the fact that when she speaks to Paul, whether it be you know friendly or she's giving him advice or she's you know literally telling him how it is and telling him that he's wrong, he listens. So like the fact that he respects her opinion enough to see that there's value there speaks to his character and the, the growth he's probably gone through, and the fact that you know like her character holds enough weight to impact someone that is you know that is you know a, a teacher at a prestigious school surrounded by a bunch of pompous rich kids that's that means something that means that her character is taken seriously and i think that's also important well we're also shown i think once in the beginning then once towards the end 
about like when she's remember when she ridicules that one woman for pouring too much paprika mm-hmm. yeah. the, in the yeah. but like it's like that's a white girl that she's you know but like she does have we're showing that she has some kind of authority in the kitchen in the beginning it's, we see something it's like her that her kitchen too. well yeah it's, it's like yeah she's, she's in charge she's the boss in the yeah. kitchen yeah. too yeah. is like so i think there's that, a little bit of that dichotomy with Maybe, like yeah. you know what's going on in front too mm-hmm. um but if you if you remember like one of the first times we actually get any face time with her we actually like start to get any depth of her character is after all the kids have, after the majority of the kids have gone and we're stuck with the five and then he approaches her in the kitchen and she's just sitting there under the spotlight just smoking that cigarette because she's in my kid world and she's just yeah, thinking yeah. about her son and like he's I almost, I know it's a weird reference but I almost thought about it like Anne Darrow and, like Anne Darrow and Kong like he's the only one that can soothe him mm. and so like Giamatti's Paul's Hunnam is a different it, 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 Hunnam is a different character around her than he is around anyone else because like he feels for her about what she's been through and the, the incredible losses she's had. I, I like that dichotomy too because it shows just something about Paul as well that we would otherwise not get without yeah, her character. That's what I mean. I think, I or think they it, showed it a, a different way, but yeah, sure. I, that's what I mean. I think his, I think his story is weaker without without that without her character a part of the story. I, I, agree. I, I think taking her away to strengthen the story between Paul and Angus is a mistake. That's what I'm trying to like. I'm yeah, asking you. I agree. To, I agree. Okay, we're all agreeing on yeah. that. We yeah. also get one of the better scenes when he offers her to have dinner with them. Yep. And the one kid is, who's already alienated to the end oh, of the yeah. table because he's, he's a dickhead. He's a, you know, he's a great a douche. Yeah. He uh he actually decides to take it one step further, double down on being a douchebag and be like, well, she's the help. And he and fucking Paul just loses his shit. He's like, God damn you. He's like, how fucking dare you talk to her like that? And quick, like, yeah. like, he, like he didn't even hesitate, no, and it was, it like, was the kid the said right one th- thing, and he would just immediately was like, uh, no, we're not gonna yeah, have this. You fucking dildo. Like, <laughs> we're, we're not playing this game. <laughs> and like it, that made me really feel like he understood. You know, he was trying to understand where this woman's coming yeah. from. Because like, look, she had been, she's been through some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And to just not even be compassionate enough as a human being to offer her to sit at the same table as you to have dinner. You're a shitty person. Yep. I agree. And sometimes you have to tell a shitty person that they're being a shitty person. Well, another thing about one of her scenes that I like, and and, and that scene you mentioned is like like it's Paul's character, but that, that that's almost like that's almost like a scene for her too, still because yeah. it's like because well, it comes back around it, later. It, it does. <laughs> I can hear everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I I think I really like the scene with her in it where when he promises Angus. Anything you want, and he's like, "I want to go to Boston." He's like, "No," and like, the she's kid, like, "You said she's like, you the kid, the Kim Storms off like like a spoiled rich kid that usually gets his way, and then he's told he can have his way, and then it's immediately taken away." I get the reaction, yeah. honestly. You know, it makes sense for his character, but then she immediately says, "You told him, you, you told him anything." And like, what, anything, what yeah. are you doing? We're going to Boston now. It's like, yeah. God damn. And you're gonna drop me off on the way. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm around with you. Roxbury. <laughs> I'm not paying you gas money. And I'll see you when you leave. Like and like pick me and, up on the way out. Yeah. And like the the weird I'm glad we got the as soon as we as soon as we she's like, carry my bags up the yeah. we made Angus. And, I, and then I knew we were gonna get the sister moment, which is Oh yeah, yeah. Which is like the two or three moments we get with the sisters, that's just it feels so good to see those moments. It did it did. Like, it made me feel good. Like she I deserved was, that moment. You almost you you almost hear no dialogue. You see that there's dialogue, but yeah. you hear, you hear almost nothing and well, it's like I like I know what this is. You when, know what I mean? When they're it, sitting it, on the bed opposite each other, and the husband just peeks her head in the room, and just like nods. Yep, and he's like, like they're just kicked back. He went. Chilling. He went. I'm gonna have a bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> he's going somewhere to be by himself for the yeah. next four hours, and he yeah. knows it. He's, 
And he's totally cool good with, with it. it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they they need this more than they need me. Oh yeah. Go over here. It's, it's, it's a great it's it's a great little. But again, way you to do you, that. you don't hear a single thing of dialogue, but you know, but like you know what that dialogue is, and I think that's again that's like that's that's a, that's evidence that the movie knows how to like tell a story because I think so. You know, there's a lot of movies that that, that would have a two minute scene with some dialogue in it to sh- to to kind of you know tell you what's being said here. Don't you even don't gotta have it. it. You don't don't need even it. need it. And especially you, that wonderful moment of her taking the stuff out of the box. Did yep. you guys think something was gonna happen in the box? I kind of no. Did. So here's the thing: I was surprised what was in the box. I thought for sure it was his flag. Oh, okay. Yep. You, yep. you know, nope. I, I definitely thought that. But then when she opened, it, I was like, "Oh man!" It's a good for her sister. Like somehow, booties. somehow, it was more emotional. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, <laughs> "Fuck!" Son of a bitch. So wasn't ready for that. No. To your point, like there's something that happened in the box. There's a few moments in this movie where I thought. Something okay. What's the next shitty thing that happens to one of these characters? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be Angus ruining the whatever's in the box. You know what I mean? Like walking up the stairs. And he could have done it. Opens, yeah, it could have been a lesson. It could have been an accident. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But it's still steep it's, stairs could have slipped. Still would have been him being the screw up kid, Paul yeah. yelling at him for fu- screwing something up, and then her being upset because another thing went wrong with the memory of, of her son. But the movie doesn't do that, right? Because like no. the movie sets itself up to be able to do these things that again that wouldn't be earned. They don't do the things that aren't earned. They give you the stuff that is earned, and I think it's really important in this movie. And you're right no, about we, that. You're right. And that was the few with a few scenes. You, you're ready for something really shitty to go down, and be like, oh, okay. It's yeah, like like that works very yeah, well here. That's yeah. exactly how that scene should go. You're right, and like that feels good because it doesn't have to be constant shitty moment or tragedy, and then great moment and uplifting moment, then more tragedy. You just get to follow the characters and see them grow together. I think that's really really good in this film. Well, okay, the last scene I want to talk about, and we probably start to wrap this guy mm-hmm. up here. About ten more minutes. Um, I want to talk about the scene in Boston where he goes to his dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because here's a scene that. You know, I wasn't totally surprised that we got a scene like this. I was kind of surprised about how depressing it actually was. Okay. So, like, Angus got to do what he wanted to do here, right? And, you know, listen, could he have just told Paul this was the whole plan altogether? Probably so, but they weren't really feeling each other out. I'm glad that we kind of got to it. But then when Angus has this sit-down time with his dad and it's exactly what he didn't want it to be, somehow it makes it worse for him. Like, that's another thing that's real. Yep. You know, like, I went to visit my dad, who is, I believe he's supposed to be schizophrenic here, you know, on a really bad day, not having a good day. Oh, yeah. And he gives his son a hug, says he's happy to see him, then immediately after he starts talking about something, says they're putting poison in my food. Yep. And... Angus just can't deal with it. No, it, because because it, it's well, he just had like a three minute soliloquy of like, here's what's going on in my life. Yeah, yeah. here my grades. Like, I'm, I'm doing good. You. I miss you. Yeah, all I'm that so stuff. So so excited to get you back in my life. I want you to be better, and he's not better, yeah. and he's worse. And well, he just, responds with they're putting just, something in my food. Just devolves from yeah, there. Oh, yeah, and it's that's depressing. It is, it is. Because especially because <laughs> like not the look, win we wanted. At imagine the time. being 17 years old and you have this whole thing, you, you know, it's already come to shit for you. Right. And you have this thing like, I'm going to go talk to my dad and things will be so much better. And it's just not better. It's just devastating, you know, cause then you got a three hour ride home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, Fuck. like, <laughs> and, and even the scene that leads us there, like, 
again, it, it it's such a good which which scene leads us the the movie or the arguing at the cab the arguing at the cab right because like it, it it takes where where the two characters are and like and like it shows you it shows Paul's character crossing some bridge to to reach Angus right yep he Com- gets out there him, right? well he gets out there first and and he takes it personally at first it's about him he's, like how dare you? he's self absorbed he's he's a little pompous and he thinks this kid has been trying to get away from me and he says that to him he's like yep. he's like and he made it about him right in that moment you know you've been trying to get away from me. You know, blah blah blah, all this thing, and then it was like, and then the realization hits when he says, "No, you know, you know, I just want to go see my dad." It's like, yeah, we can go to a cemetery, and, but like, he calms down when he realizes what's happening. Right? He's like, yeah. "Oh, okay, the kid wants to go." Well, it's weird because we cut away at that moment. He says, "Of course, we can go to a cemetery." Cut. Well, and then and the next thing, thing you see is them driving up the, well, yeah. the way well, to the asylum. Well, you see, well, not necessarily though, because like, if you keep watching, you see them drive through like big gates. A lot of cemeteries oh, sure, sure. have big yep, gates. Sure. Wind up this little road. A lot of cemeteries have roads like that. Yeah. Then he pulls up in front of an asylum. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. then we get to the yeah, and like that bridge that's being crossed is okay. This isn't about me. You know, the, like 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 he he identifies that how how it's not about him at all. It's about him and and seeing his dad or you know whatever it's going to be. And then it's also Angus coming clean about my dad isn't dead. My dad, you know, this is what's happening. He's so embarrassed about you know the situation with his father that you know he. Tell everyone he's dead. You know what I mean? That's 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 a big thing. Yep. To, to, that's it's a, a big, big lie. Lie to tell and try to maintain. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? And you know that like they meet each other in the middle there, and I think it speaks more to Paul's character because again, it's easy to be self-absorbed, to be pompous, and be unfeeling. But they've connected so much that you see it, it's like, yeah, no, we'll go to a cemetery. Yeah, they don't go to a cemetery, but it's like, oh. We could have just went. You, just you know what I mean? Could have asked. We just yeah, like like you think I would have said no about that? And it's like it quickly became this thing. Like okay, this kid needs this guidance again. And like I love that about his character. He bounces back between that whole being self-absorbed and kind of learning to like you know that it isn't about him when it's been about him because he's been telling his own lie for so long. Sure, yep, sure. So. It's only been about him. Yeah, in his exactly. own little world that he yep. lives in. I mean, that's the other thing too. Is like you know. We see Angus, you know, get some resolution. We see um, Mary get some resolution. We see Paul, you know, what happens to Paul. Like, we see a lot of growth from Paul. We don't see his end, you know. And I, I think that the way that this movie ends with that, like, I, I really enjoyed the ending of it. I was very happy. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, look, you know, I don't want to, you know, say exactly what happens here. But, like, Chris alluded to it earlier. There's a part, you know, with, like, 30 seconds left of this movie. Somebody takes a big old drink or something, and you're just like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Very satisfying to yeah. see that happen. And, you know, it's just like, I couldn't have thought, you know, there's a hundred ways this movie could have ended. It yeah. would have been different than this. And that one is not exactly the happiest ending in the world. But fuck, it's fitting. Yeah. Yep. It, it just works. And to have a complete movie like this is refreshing. Yeah. Because, like, look, we, we beat up Netflix and stuff all the time for giving us a bunch of zeros. So, obviously, we knew this movie should should be, you know, critically received, right? Yeah. Like, we know that's the reason we're watching it. didn't make much money in a the movie theater. It is what it is. This movie's fucking great. It is. And I will, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say that we, I'm glad we took the time to watch this. We actually called an audible to this to make this the... The movie of the week instead yeah. of Poor Things, and we're, we'll talk about Poor Things on our second episode here in a few minutes. But I'm glad that we made this change because I enjoy this movie very, very much. Yeah, no, like I, I this this movie earns 
everything. I think so. I think so. It does. It, it, it earned a lot along I d- the way. I, I do want to ask you. Now, you know, I'll say what happens. I don't want to spoil it for people. But it, well, I want to say to you, in a weird way, we do know what Paul's going to do. He tells you what he's going to do next. Sure, but do you but, like, believe you, all you that? Really definitively? No, no. You know, but, one thing I do want to maybe bring up, though. How about he has a whole box of books? Yeah, that book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the same was, book. Because what a dick. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's it's very again one of my laugh out loud moments was was that. He hands but them both especially when gift. especially when she's like, you just give everyone this book. Yeah, like yeah. that made me laugh. And he's quite just a bit. like, well, yes. Because <laughs> like, look, it seems witty at the time, and then at the end, you see a whole fucking box of the exact yep. same book. It's like, oh god, he was and, serious. And then that, that sad Christmas tree he gets. Like, yeah. come on, that's amazing. Yep. Um, one thing I did. You guys see. The in 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 the end with him in the office with the headmaster and the parents. Yeah. Did you expect that? You don't say what it is, but did you expect the outcome of that? I mean, I, mean, I did not. I'll be honest. I didn't. really. So like, no. the, you mean the overall outcome or the conversation with the parents? What he what he says parents. or what happens? Well, I, I guess I guess because when he breaks it down, to me it sounds completely fine. Like he didn't do anything wrong. Wrong. He was. I mean, especially in the seventies, uh, and and the people you're dealing with, he it's was a perception thing. He, yeah, he was their he was their charge, right? He was his charge, and anything that goes wrong, if he if he agreed to what went wrong, he's he's on the hook for it. Period. Now, again, he could have lied, and then no one would have believed the boy would have believed sure, him. Sure. Oh, he could have just tossed him right. Yeah, the exactly. Bus. But instead, he did he, he he did that back and forth thing we've been seeing them lying for each other. All the way through the movie, it happens. I think that that was the fourth time. Nephew, it was back and forth. My nephew Leonard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It happens like multiple times where they lie for each other, and then it lands on that on that big lie, which ends up being you know the right call because at the same time he's lying, you know, to to help to it's help a protection. Yeah, to help Angus, but at the same time he's lying, which also frees himself from the lie he's been telling right for this long. He's been lying this whole time, so it it, it works as as a circular thing, not just a linear thing, which I think is also really cool. And it's under the surface, so you might not get that when you like watch it the first time, but like when you think about it, it's like oh, okay, he told the lie to fix an older lie, but also you know gives someone the chance to live you know an actual like full life that is more true than what he has done. So Correct. again, you it, it goes back to the whole history thing where history you know. It will repeat itself, you know, and he's trying to make that not happen. Well, here, for him. I, the the overall outcome I expected is like I didn't. There was no way this movie ends with him at that school. It just it just doesn't happen. It could have. The it end. Have. The further of his arc was him on the road somewhere, or so. the further of his arc is him not being a shitty ass. Well, and, and, an been, asshole of a teacher. Come in with a different attitude. I thought that's the '98 version of this movie. Say, okay, okay, yeah. that's fair. I thought yeah. I was expect. I wouldn't have been surprised. When like he was like, he was talking about like, you know, like like the pop quiz or like or like you know and taking your final, I was expecting to see all the answers to the final on the board behind him and him just like hand out everyone's new final and go sit down. You know what I did. Kind you know of what I mean? Something like that. I thought to, that was going to happen. Or just to say whatever you got in your original, I'm bumping up two grades. So just, something like so that. So you yeah, all yeah. pass. You know. Yeah, but like so long. Sure. I was I was ready for that, and yeah. that would have been I think a fine trajectory for his character to end on, sure. where he opens up and he just becomes a teacher that has more understanding, a little more compassion for the students, and kind of understands through this journey with Angus that you know it's not easy to to be this kind of person all the time. Yeah, and you can be a compassionate, hard ass teacher. Exactly. Well, I think like, one you thing- can you can be compassionate to kids that earn it and be a sure. real prick to kids that don't. Yeah, fucking exactly. Deserve it. I think. But well, I think one of the important things for him was he finally was able to connect with somebody, which yeah. he hadn't been for so long. Oh, yeah, 100%. Long. And True. earlier in the movie, when you find out, like, one thing he's kind of got cooking in the fire, and, like, 
And then it just goes completely sideways on him. It's like, God, that's... Look, we've all been there. Oh, we knew that was going to happen, though. The, the woman... Oh, like, yeah, 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 We've all been there, too. Yeah. But it's, oh, Everyone was, hype, hype, was hyping him up. Yeah, yeah no, that was no that's soul-crushing. But, yeah, oh, but... I, she I, went in, right? Like, mm. damn. Like, but, like... Like, holding his hand. Hit him with a nice lightning person. bolt. Like, that's the thing. is like, <laughs> I don't understand why... Like, if the movie... If you're trying... To, to, to me, that character was into him. Well, so mm. you want to know why they do things like that? Because that's real life. Yeah. And that's how sure, real life works. Sure. This is, I, like, I look, totally if you it. want a movie that is very real life and not movie-like, that's this movie. Yeah. Sure. Like, sometimes they don't get the girl. Yep. Sometimes the bad guys win. You know? Like... Um. Let's talk about... I Actually, wanna, a lot of times I just want to ask you, because you guys are going to have a good time just for like two minutes of like the 90s version of this. And yeah. let me just try to envision a poster, and I'll, I'll tell you my... Oh, there's a lot of frosted tips. Well, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Like this, the same movie, the same plot, the same timeline, but in like 99. Yeah. The poster is this. Picture, if you will. The poster is a bunch of him superimposed heads. And like Paul G. Maddie, like his character, like smiling at Angus's character, and like they've connected, and they're like yeah. father and son. And now. Angus almost looking up <laughs> yeah. at him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's totally the, how I see the '90s version of this movie going. Is it's got um, it's 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 got uh, Devon's uh, Divine's character, like like she's like up in a, in a way, but she's like looking back at yeah, them. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep that, over that, the shoulder. That's it. Hundred percent. Or 100%. or they're all on one side of the door, and she's like pushing it closed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, fucking Uncle Buck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah yep. Fucking bullshit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be it. God, what, a, what a misrepresentation of this fucking oh, awesome God. movie. Yeah, really, You're right? You're a real piece of shit, Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... I always like to envision what the 90s version of a serious movie is. Because, like, it's... Boy, that was a different time. But yeah. I'm really glad we all enjoyed this. Let's move to score it. Okay. I'll go first. I don't care. Right. So, like, look, I thought this movie was great. Um, one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. Um, as of right now, for the stuff that I know is contender for an Oscar, like, this is, you know, it's a top of the list. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this movie's probably a 10. Ooh. And, all like, right. look, there is nothing I would look to change in this movie at all. Mm. And everything kind of works out in a way that's not necessarily perfect, but goddamn, it's fitting. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm gonna give it a ten. All right, I'll go next. This is this is an easy one. This is a ten for me. I, <laughs> right. I love I love this movie. I think every piece of dialogue, every word, it all counts. It all has meaning. We just don't get movies like that very often. We just don't get them like that. I think this is this is one of Alexander Payne's masterpieces in a sea of other masterpieces. So hmm. this is a ten. Easy gotcha. One. Man, I think I'm gonna ruin this. No, no, don't, don't. If you don't Man. think it's a ten, you don't think it's a ten. I think I'm gonna ruin it. I, so, so this movie isn't quite the ten for me, but this, I, I'm a coward. It's a nine and a half. No. Oh my coward. goodness! I'm a coward, but it's a nine and a half. Coward. I, I, I don't know what it is that that holds it from it, but it, it, it just, it's, it's so right there. I, I think I need a little bit more, a little bit more of like of of some subject that I didn't get right. I don't know what it is, but. Did you need more pornography plates? Oh right, what one hundred percent in the in the museum when you yeah. see you see the over the urn, the guys bending over the woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, asked my wife, "Will we get a set of dishes like that?" <laughs> I was sure told no. Just, <laughs> oh, really? Move. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I thought no. she wouldn't even dignify you with a response. I think idiot. I think it's a nine and a half and a ten for me because I think the speech at the end doesn't quite didn't hit for me quite. Which, which speech? Right when he when he when someone's when someone's leaving the campus. 
for the last time. You know what I mean? Oh. Well, yeah. Like what? I thought it was weird how the kids like, see ya. And then just that's, that's how kids are. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, oh, but seventeen-year-olds though. I mean, for some reason, yeah. they had been oh, through yeah. what they no. just gone through. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair. Well, again, self-absorbed world. You mm. know what I mean? I think something with that speech just wasn't just it, that moment didn't quite hit hard enough for me to go. Oh yeah, no. I think that's what was missing was a little bit more oomph there, and that's it. Everything else is perfect in this movie. I agree with that one hundred percent. But like the big moment between those two, the culmination of their entire journey, kind of like. Almost having that wind out of me moment instead of like being like filled with like you know oh no that 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 was good I don't know what it was but that that holds me back from it so nine and a half I'm a coward mm-hmm. I know I don't he have, said it too he called himself a coward I, well, I, that's I, a self proclaimed coward I don't man. think I've I don't think I've given a movie a ten yet but like like, like this was definitely I'll admit a I'm, a too, I'm a little too I'm a little I get I'm, I'm very easily excitable you guys know this. I was we, ready for we, a ten we from you. I was not ready for. I thought I was you were not either. Be, I thought you were gonna be like nine, nine and a half, nine point seven five range. I fucking dug this movie. Thought, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's really. good. I thought for sure eight, nine, ten. Oh, okay, I gotcha. thought, thought for sure. No, I, I mean, listen, listen. A, a twenty nine and a half out of thirty sure, is not a bad rating. Don't get me wrong. Look, that's damn good score. Yeah, but so. like, and uh, so the last thing I'll ask, and I, we, we can wrap on this because I, I wanted to ask this earlier. This wasn't a window. I've seen chatter. That this is a Christmas movie. Do you guys think this is a Christmas film? Like, like a lot of people are saying, like, like, like this is my new Christmas tradition movie kind of thing. This is a movie I don't that takes get place that. This Christmas. is a movie that takes place over Christmas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't say that this is a Christmas movie. There's so much talk about that for some reason. I was like, I don't, I don't get that feeling. This is a movie. Also, this isn't exactly an uplifting film. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the family Christmas movie yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know, man. Gather it's, out, kids. It's, <laughs> it's pretty fucking depressing. At hey, uh, close your eyes when the plates show up. You know what I'm talking hey. about. Jesus, you, you, Joseph, Joseph. I know you know what I'm talking about. You peaked last year. No, not again. Your mom didn't like that. Yeah, no, like, but everybody on the hallway. I'll call you back in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is really good, though. It's, it's just, it's just simply satisfying all it the way is. through, and it feels good. It's what good was the story. joke they made about? I've been trying to think for like the last twenty minutes. The joke of when they bought, when they finally bought the the the, the liquor from the clerk at the store, the yeah. old guy. Yeah. One of them said a punchline from one of the jokes. What was that? Do you uh, remember? I don't, I don't remember now. But it was funny at the time. I remember laughing uproarious. I couldn't. I've been trying to think for like the last thirty minutes. I couldn't. think In of honor the of twenty nine and a half that we gave this movie, I want to read the one, the single one star review that I could find. Oh, oh. My We are going to read it for poor things. My Otherwise, friend. great movie ruined with too much vulgar talk. Shit movie. So. <laughs> like that's the silliest thing. Humans exist. That person is and, allowed to vote, and there's t- <laughs> allowed to drive a car, allowed to vote. We don't but, know about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fair. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure, sure. I cannot believe that. That's the one one star review you can find. That's the first one I found. <sighs> the first minute is more. Well, yeah. Oh, the, my the, mo- the movie's got a ninety one on Rotten Tomatoes. Sure, you know what I mean? People always come hard at the ones that do the best. Like. Yeah. That's a shame, but damn, it's a damn good movie. And I, I agree, it's a movie that takes place at Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. It's yeah, a, I agree with that. You can watch whatever movie whenever you want. Go True. ahead, have yeah, at it. Whatever sure. you want. All right, gentlemen, thank you for joining me tonight. I'm glad that we were all in the same... Oh, yeah. This movie was fantastic. Ballpark, baby. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll take not, ten more of these. This is the easiest nine and a half I ever gave. Jeez. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm sure Coward. we more zeros coming. So <laughs> we definitely <laughs> do. take them, big ones. We definitely do. <clears throat> Very excited. All right. This has been episode 368A of For Love Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at the on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, or subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show at Twitter 
at Love Cinema Pod. I'm at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I am Christopher Bowen. No, uh, no X this week, huh? I've never had an X. Fair enough. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always post things on social media. And check out check out our new video stream on YouTube. I think you should give out your phone number at the end of the show. Or like every day, every episode, you give out one digit of that phone, and then they can put it together. Okay, fine. No one, you know, uh, no, no, no one will get it put together. It's fine. What do you mean? Always so many I'll just give it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in the description, yeah, by the go. way. Here's Chris's number. Send, 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 send him all, all of your disagreements. Yeah. Yeah, anything you think he's wrong about. <laughs> send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Argyle and the first two episodes of Masters of the Air from Apple. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't do, we didn't do the upcoming. I just realized what week and what's coming out. We do, we do it every Here's week. Here's the thing. We Good. just did an entire episode we just did, yeah. of that, so that can sit for a minute. True. 